Need pizza? Perfect for lunch, dinner, catering, pickup, tender dates, breakups, birthday parties, rehearsal dinners, business meetings, tender dates, late night, social gatherings, before the show, after the show, tender dates, before the big game, after the big game, after your walk of shame from your tender dates, and everything in between your tender dates. Swipe right for Need Pizza. We're perfect for everything. Need Pizza, 207 2nd Avenue Southeast, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. GXP Podcast. Chatting with the coolest people from across the Midwest who do some awesome things. We've been at this a minute. <laughs> and that's the podcast. Thanks for coming out. See you next year. Yeah, we love it. Now, here's your host, Brian Lee. started i don't know if you guys can hear the background noise yet or not can hear the thunder <laughs> welcome to the gxp podcast ladies and gentlemen broadcasting today broadcasting recording live today <laughs> i know fmm yeah uh recording live today with uh tommy lang down here at need pizza in downtown cedar rapids of course we got dj verbatim with us what up world tommy lang you literally mean what you say. Yes. I mean, it's, it's exactly an exact quote. What's that? He's DJ Verbatim. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yep. He is. Yep. Do you know how he got his name? No, I have no idea. Oh, dude. Mine is pretty simple. Yeah, it's your, it's your Langenberg name. Langenberg short. Langenberg, that's right. They oh. told me three syllables was big for radio, because I was originally going to be Tom Lang when I started at KRNA, and they said three syllables is kind of your thing. That's like a radio game. Kind of rolls that's off the a real thing. So yeah. I was like Tommy Lang. Okay, we'll go with that. I like that. So Brian Lee. Yeah, that's, yeah. My last name isn't Lee, but uh, my mom Verbage. was like, "You got to be Brian Lee," and I just yeah. counted it out in my head. And I'm like, "Fuck, man, that's three syllables." Oh, we're allowed to curse. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That, shit. That yeah. changes everything. Okay. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna save it though. I'm gonna save it for something good. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. I know. Be, being in FM radio all the time, AM radio, FM radio, everything in between, and you have to have censorship. It's weird when you get on a microphone and can actually curse. You're like, oh my. Yeah. God. You you have to like sh- have that switch. Right. That you shut off when you're on the air, and then I've had that switch for thirty years. Wow. That's amazing, man. And now I can just say, hey, fuck. Oh, you know? there it is. Oh. Yeah, that's it. I wish we had it's like this playhouse. Ah, the word. Beep, well, beep, there beep, goes beep. a fine. Yeah. Yep. There we go. <laughs> How many of these have you done now? This is episode 44. Wow. And I know you've had Brainerd on. Yep. James with a Z. Yep. Uh, my guy, DJ Paymon, has been on. Yes. I like Paymon. I love Paymon. We, we had, we, believe it or not, we've had the same job. Yeah. DJ at the Union Bar. Hey, me too. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. No, you do. You sort there too. Well, no, I just did special occasions like the oh, okay. Twist of Show and Two Live. Crew I did the and, '80s night and occasionally filled in. Yeah, I see. I played at Etcetera, One Eye Jakes. Um, Jakes was great. And then uh, the Fieldhouse. Jakes was great. Those are my only. You just nailed all my college hangouts. <laughs> I never hit the. I never got to play at the airliner. Did That's you? That's the first um, time I seen Don Black play though. Yes. Was at the airliner. That was his place. Yeah. We, now, did you work? Who was owned the Fieldhouse when you worked there? It was uh, Dave Carey. So it just it got changed know. over uh, people who own third base. 
Oh, okay. So that was after my cousin owned it. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it was the same design. I mean, it was just... It was the real field house. Just disgusting. Not yeah. the new one that no, they moved around no. the corner that's no. all dance. Just yeah, that's now what, where Etc. used to be, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So the old field house, which was two doors down from the Union. Yeah. You know, and it was just nasty in there, but you had to be there. Oh, it was great. And the food Huge. was actually really good. Because the there. front was the front was like a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And the back was the nightclub. Right. And it was great. Yeah, the DJ booth was up like two stories. Yes. Above the dance floor. And, and you had to go through like a secret passage to get in there. Yeah, so nobody could come come to you and give you freaking requests or anything. Oh, that's the best. Like it was just like, you know, and you know, people would be like, Hey, they're yelling songs like, I can't hear you, just show your boobs. And they did. And they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never played their songs, so that makes me an <laughs> asshole. That makes me a really big asshole, doesn't it? I love my, my favorite one. They just wanted to completely break format. You got people going, the crowd's going nuts, and they're like, "Hey, could you play this? You know, some slow ass country song?" Yeah. And you're just like, Get "Will the you fuck play out of Love here. Shack?" Yeah, no, no. <laughs> this ain't a wedding reception, right? <laughs> I want to come back here. And here comes Love Shack. <laughs> Everybody went nuts. That, that was always my <laughs> favorite DJing too. Is I'd be doing like the overnight at KRNA, and uh, somebody you know you'd be playing all this, all this stuff, and you know you know the rock stuff. Yeah. You know, and overnight it's day parted, so yep. it's it's harder rock. And then somebody would want to hear like an Aussie song, and then I'd dedicate it to my grandpa who died in a car wreck or something. <laughs> I'm like, I want to hear Crazy Train for Grandpa. Because he's hit by a fucking like, yeah, crazy train. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. You're like, I'm playing this. That was weird. The worst. <laughs> yeah, this is happening. The worst was somebody had like their dad die, and they wanted to hear Tears in Heaven. And me being Mr. Smart Radio Jock, you know, the music at a station like KRNA is already pre-selected. And I'm like, I'll just throw some Eric Clapton. I won't be Tears in Heaven, but I'll play Eric Clapton. It was Motherless Child. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> At least it wasn't cocaine. It was, I mean, <laughs> it was either the mom died and it was motherless child, or the father died and it was fatherless child. Jesus. As I, I just as soon as I hit it, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, and those are one of those moments where you just take pride and be like, I was an asshole. Thank and God, I it's didn't two mean in the morning. to be. And yeah. I didn't mean to be. Oh, that's what this industry is, though. You're an asshole. You don't want to be. Yeah, but yet you kind of have to be. You kind of have know. to be. I had a that's time. Uh, I was working for K Live 105 in Dubuque. Yeah, I started there in 1995, and uh, I, was, I, I did a uh, board shift for a long time. Friday or Saturday and Sunday mornings uh, for like syndicated programs like uh, Rick D's and the Weekly Top 40. Oh, yeah, <laughs> or Casey Kasem and the Weekly Top 40. We always yeah. had flashbacks. Oh yeah, Sunday mornings with Bill St. James. So uh, I. Uh, I'm working one morning, and I'm never supposed to break the airwaves because I'm I'm like 15 years old at the yeah. time, and uh, so my my job is to board up, and when the CD stops, I have to put in the local commercials off the computer, and then push play on the next 30 minutes of the CD. You get it, um, <clears throat> but all of a sudden uh, the AM people, there's like five other stations there, and they come running down. And they're like, "Hey, breaking news! You got to get on the radio." And I've never been on the radio before. Yeah, and as when Princess Die died. Oh, I was at the field house that yeah, night. I think it was like ninety six at the time or whatever. You know, yeah. um I, I believe that was a year. Yeah, was, I think it was ninety six. Ninety six, yeah. yeah. yeah so like you know, so I've been yeah, there. It was like a you Saturday know. night, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And we were at the field house and yeah. Yeah, and so I'm running uh, a syndicated show from satellite called John Garabedian and the open house. The open party. house party. Yeah. I love that show. <laughs> Super radio. <laughs> yeah. Q one oh three used to play that. Yeah, yeah. It was a syndicated satellite radio. It was a feed that we got in and so the and the and the station went blank for X amount of sec you know, for, for uh, 120 seconds, so you can play play your your uh, local spots. The local avails, and they. And Let's get like, deep into the industry so, terms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever it was, and uh, 
this is nineties. Fuck man. <laughs> and uh and so like the playing person, it off a cart. Yeah. Well yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they were carts. Yeah, we had four of them. And uh Are the, they all by the way, are there only like radio people listening or are there regular like normal people? All listening? over the place. Okay. Yeah. A cart was like an eight track that all the yeah. commercials were on. No, we've talked about it yeah, before. Okay. Here, right, so I've yeah. explained that it automatically I don't want to use go too deep yeah. you know, inside baseball. So you hit a guy. button on your board and it plays and it automatically rewinds for you. So they were like eight tracks on steroids that uh, the rest of the public didn't get to use because they're fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're short. Anyhow, so they're like, you got to go on the air. I'm like, why me? Like, you guys are already on the air. And they're like, you got to do it. So I get on the air and I, and, I, and I say the news. And this is my first time ever being on radio, so uh, I said it way too excitedly. <laughs> <laughs> I think... No, I've been there before. Because, like, oh my God, you know, princess died. no, and I was like, and 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 I don't exactly remember what I said, but I just remember the phone lines lighting up. I'm like, oh, let's take some callers. <laughs> <laughs> they hated me. <laughs> you insensitive jerk. <laughs> I disinformed everybody. Yeah. I didn't know. And like the next day, my station or my program director comes to me and he goes, um, good job. But we need to talk about your etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> I I occasionally do that now, you know, doing news on KCJJ. We're yeah. all, all like, you know, because you want to sound fresh. You don't want to be monotone when you're reading news. Right. And so you try to sound very conversational. And then all of a sudden you're doing a story about like somebody was murdered or something and drag, you know, and the body was dragged here. And you're kind of like, hey, and the body was dragged today. You know, authorities and I catch are myself still looking doing that. for suspects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are at large. There were no survivors. Yeah. <laughs> the Vikings won yesterday. <laughs> so uh, you're program director on KCJJ. Yes, program director and news director. Both. Okay. So that's the local radio station and news director. It's awesome. In Iowa City. Yep. I do the midday show as well. Awesome. Hey Lang. Hey Lang. Which was – that's one of the things is if I ever got my own show where I got to pick the name, I was like, what do I want to do? I don't want to call it the Tommy Lang show or – you know, what's an original name? Well, we had this guy. He used to call us. And you kind of have to know the station and the vibe of the station. I used to be on the morning show with Captain Steve. And we called him The Hater. The Hater. And he basically was a stand-up comic. But he was also kind of like an insult comic. <laughs> and he'd call yes. in and he'd be like, hey, Lang, if I'd screw something up and then I'd like make fun of me. Right. And, but that was always how he said, hey, Lang. So he'd just call out of the blue. Just call out of the blue. Oh, yeah, we take calls live on the air, right, on, yeah. on screen. Live, really, on yeah. screen. I know. People are, like, shocked by that. Oh, man. How um, many F-bombs have been dropped? Not a lot. Not a lot. <laughs> because we have caller <laughs> ID. We can trace. You know, yeah, and, so you're like, you're banned. Because Steve will call them back and, like, give their number on the air. <laughs> and they, they're not ready for that. Uh, people awesome. have learned their lesson. Yes. Um, I, but, yeah, usually if somebody's, like, drunk or something, yeah, maybe occasionally something slips out. We hang up on them. Because you know? you know, the FCC, the fleeting expletive rule. Yeah. The Guns N' Roses kind of set yep. that yep. many years ago on. I think it was the American Music Awards or something. Just started cursing, and ABC didn't get fined because they're like, well, you can't expect – which in retrospect is fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't expect Guns N' Roses to swear live no. on the air. They wouldn't say Who that. saw that They wouldn't coming? do that. Yeah. But yeah, you can kind of get away with that. Um, but yeah, he, he would call in. That was his great. And he was, hey, Lang. I'm like, that works. I'm going to just go with that for the name of my show when I came back from the, the liver transplant. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't, I still can't, I'm still on disability. I can't work full time. But I mean, I can do the, the stuff I do. You know, I can sure. program director. It's not like I'm doing heavy lifting or anything like that. Right. That's a great job, man. Just to make uh, sure people yeah. are on the air and stuff gets done, make sure the music gets into the computer. Perfect. You know, and then do a two hour show, book some guests. 
Yeah. It's good stuff. And yeah. make it down for our podcast. Well, thank you. You're a busy man. I am On very top busy. of being a busy man. Yeah. You know? So thank you for coming down. I'm not really time. busy this time of night. I'd be watching wrestling right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm taping you, it. It's okay. I, you're taping it, yes. Taping it. On a, on a, DVRing on a cart. Yeah, yeah, on a cart. It, huh? He's taping it. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the VCR. On the Betamax. The VCR is ready to go. <laughs> VCRs are uh, cassettes from like the 90s in case somebody's watching. Millennials. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> Man, now I feel really old. No. I was born in 85. <laughs> wow, that's not bad. Yeah. He just Thanks. Looks young. Appreciate it. Black don't crack. Yeah, yeah I don't crack. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Dad. I look old as fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, no chance. No chance of saving you. <laughs> We've been through a lot. <laughs> so how the hell have you been, man? Uh, you went through a bunch of uh, medical stuff. Uh, yeah. And uh, you're back on track now. Program track. director. Uh, Job I love. Killer show. Station I love. Yeah. Employer I love. I mean, I, I don't know when this is going to run, but I mean, we're doing this one day after Clear Channel or iHeart. Just cleaned house. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. So you know, what saw happened that. with that? I did not get into 1,200 that. people just got cut. Uh, all around the country, Like the right? entire Iowa City location, um, you know, KXIC and the Fox got rid of every live person in the building. Wow. And the, they're going to close the building. What? Yeah. I used I mean, to work pro- there. What's probably going to happen is they're going to build a, a separate little room for a transmitter, just like a little mini building, like a, a shed for the transmitter, and just basically either sell the building or bulldoze it and sell the land for something else. Hey, there's my boss on the phone right now giving me a call. <laughs> Do you want to answer it? Should I? We, hold, we can, we hold can on. Plug, we can plug you in. I hope it's not important. You yeah. probably want to know why I'm here. Yeah, right. Hello? Yeah, he's he's literally on the podcast right now. Um, DJ Brian Lee, we're doing a podcast right now. <laughs> Hello, yeah. boss. He says hi. Hi, boss. You're on the air. This is going to be in the podcast, by the way. Yeah, you're on the air. It's all good. Do you want me to put you on speakerphone? Can you plug it in? You got a plug in your phone? He doesn't want to go on speakerphone. Oh, he doesn't want to do speakerphone? Is Come it on, important? boss. Is, is this, is this, is this, oh. Just about me and radio and old radio stories and stuff. I just called you a great boss on it. You can go check uh, the tape. That's that's 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> we actually were, I think we were just talking about him, weren't we? Uh, yeah. We are yeah. talking about yeah something. I don't remember what it was. I heard oh, we were talking about iHeart and yeah. how they're closing and shuttering uh, KXIC and stuff. Okay, and the, the phone Fox. Call. Right in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Boss calls. Is the station on fire or something? Calls? Yeah. When the boss calls. <laughs> can I can I call you? We're at Need Pizza, by the way. It's very delicious. It here. is. Yes. We got more pizza coming. If you if we you got more pizza coming. Boss. Shout out yeah. Need Pizza. Need Pizza. We're down here. Uh, they're down here on Second Avenue. And the oh, we're getting more Need Pizza at work on Friday. Oh, wow. Dave, our sales guy's bringing some. Yes. It's a week of Need Pizza. I like that. Need Need Pizza down here on Could Second Avenue well, Southeast. Well, I'm going to go back and and do the podcast. Great place. Yeah. Do you need anything else? Do I have to come in in the morning again? Amazing pizza. It's a great time for a spot right now. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you later. See, you got to love live podcasts like this. You know, we're not going to cut it out. He knew I was podcasting. I think he just wanted to screw with me. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fine. Yeah. That's fine. It's like Beastie Boys. Well, but I'm kind of like on call. I mean, I'm not on call now, but. I'm I'm a responsible adult at the radio station. Oh, if man. it goes off the air, I'll drive out there and put it back on the air. So you're an engineer live, on top of it? Well, I mean, I don't. Ha- I'm not going to go in the transmitter and fix anything, but right. <laughs> I can flip a switch or go in and make sure that, like, oh, the the computer stopped. I'll reboot the computer and it's fine now. Because I only live like two miles from the radio. Now, station. is it completely syndicated? No, 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 no. We're actually live most of the time. Okay. Um, we're only, uh, like from 10 o'clock at night to about five in the morning. Are we automated? So seven hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're live the rest good. of the time. I mean, yeah. we've got a couple syndicated shows, but there's a live person in there. Yeah. We run Lex and Terry, which is out of Dallas on the afternoon. 
the Michael Mara show, uh, which is technically a podcast. We run it as a radio show. It used to be a radio show. Uh, Man, but, if we stop swearing on this, he could he could run it at night, overnight. You could run our shows. Huh? Well, I'd have to talk to the boss about I that. I know, right? That'd be I, I'm the program director, that. but it doesn't mean I have the. I'm not the yeah. arbiter of everything that happens. <laughs> I know, but the, everything's got to be cleared through management. Well, the Call more impor- back. The more important thing is is that we'd have to quit swearing on the show, and I don't think that's gonna fucking happen. No. So you know, I mean, that's why people they're like, oh, he said balls. We've had that before where, where we'll run like this syndicated show like Lexa Terrier and Romera and somebody from the show will be like, hey, uh, about five minutes into the third segment, uh, D accidentally says fuck. You might want to uh, edit that out. No, oh, thanks. I'm not going <laughs> to edit that That's out. what I want to do is go look through that and try and find where he said the curse word that slipped through. Good. That's what I want to do is through my days, spend a half hour looking for it. You watch TV anymore and like 90% of the channels all have curse words on it. Well, it's a cable. Yeah. Because it's not broadcast. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, that's what it is. That's yeah. the rule. Is is that it's broadcast? You can't curse. Yeah, like over the air, like radio or TV, like Channel Nine, Channel Two, Seven. But yeah. if you're on cable, technically you can say whatever you want, but a lot of them have their own guidelines. Sure. Okay. Like you can watch. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, and they're dropping f bombs left and right. So anything that's free, basically. Yeah, that's a good. Free way to put broadcast. It. That's a good way yeah. to put it. Yeah. <laughs> over the air. Yeah. Hmm. You learned something today. Well, you know, you and, I, and I've and I've I just never put that together. I was like, why is it this way and not that? I get it because it's all FCC regulated. At that FCC point. Federal Communications Commission. Yeah, yes, they, they regulate broadcast the airwaves. The airwaves. Yes, correct. So we should kill one of those motherfuckers and then just change it. Yeah, just. <laughs> Just good luck. Like Tommy just looked at me like I'm uncomfortable you're, right now. Yes, like, like you're advocating murder of federal officials. <laughs> I didn't know it was that kind of podcast. No, no, we're not going to kill anybody. Just, no, I mean rough them up, good. But uh. but so you got to watch because that's, that's the radio side in me. Is I hear that I'm yeah. like, oh god, that just went on the air, and now I'm going to get a call. No, uh-huh. no, we can say whatever we want on the internet. Well, I don't know if I go that far, but not pretty much. I mean, if you think about it, the internet. They put out whatever they want. Yeah, but you're not like, allowed to threaten people. Are, are we allowed to threaten people? I, I, let's try it. I got some names. Fuck it. Let's try it. You know? <laughs> I got a hit list. Let's see if people are really listening. Yo, got- let's see if people are really listening. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You got to have some enemies in life, man. Yeah, I, 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 I try not to. Uh, I mean, I try not to. I have some people who just have well, it coming. I, I have kids with two of them, so I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're not my enemies. They just fucking hate me. Um, but There's a, a gal I have on my, my I show. I hate them. They just hate me. One of my regular guests is a writer for uh, the Sun-Times, uh, Annie Costable. She used to work at uh, the Daily Iowan and DITV, okay. which is like the student-run TV yep. newscast they do at the University of Iowa. And she had a great line uh, on Twitter that I remember. It was something, you're always the villain in somebody's story. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. And so yes. you got to accept that. Yeah. And it's kind of nice having enemies, it's, it's uh, a kinda, rival. <laughs> it's kind of fun, isn't it? It is. Who's going to fuck with me today? Especially yes. if you're successful. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's great yeah. to have enemies when you're successful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're not so successful. Who are you? Good. You're yeah. not so yeah, sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're very sneaky. <laughs> That's a good perspective, Tommy. I never yeah. thought about that. It's no, good. not everybody's going to like you. I mean, God, if you're in it's this industry to... and you're expecting everybody to like you, you're not going to make it yeah, right. yeah. very far. You're going to have That's people who don't problem, like you. That's my problem, isn't it? But is that, when you're new at it, though, there is that first time somebody's like, you suck, and you're like, what did I do? What am, how can I make myself better? Yeah. Is that what I sound like? Yeah, that's God. exactly what you sound like. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a great impression. Exactly. I thought that's it was exactly. you talking. I, Jesus, in my mind, I'm like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently in real life. No, you sound like oh, a what did I do? 12-year-old girl. 
<laughs> Look at that. They shut the door to the bar on us. Yeah. <laughs> We've become that obnoxious and loud. We're cut off. We're cut off. Talking in weird voices. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got coming up here, buddy? Uh, coming up here? Yeah. Uh, I got a show tomorrow. Um, that, what up I got one on. I don't have any like huge plans. I don't make like big long term plans on the show, like big events. Really, I kind of go day to day. I'll book guests and stuff like that. I'll have people from um, who are some of my regulars. I've got like kind of a, 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 the Shine Bloom Brothers from Channel Nine. I've yep. known them for a long time, and and they're regulars. They're, they're very funny guys. You don't see it. Well, you see it from Aaron because Aaron does like the sports and stuff, so he can be kind of a smartass on the air. But, you know, Josh is Mr. Investigative Reporter, a very serious guy on the air. Sure. But if you remember when he was at Channel 2, like maybe six, seven years ago, he was the morning guy that they always send out where half the time he's covering like a murder or a fire and he's serious. And then half the time, hey, there's a, uh, you know, there's a heritage festival at the Amanda's. Let's put him in later hose and have him dance. <laughs> And he's got to walk that fine line. Yeah. And he's more he's kind of more the later hosen guy. I mean he's a fun guy. Oh, and and like, I, yeah. when on the air, he's hilarious. What if they put him in a later hosen for a murder? I mean I always wondered about well that I mean that kind of crap <laughs> happens though. Yeah. You where know. somebody's like they you know, they think they're gonna cover something fun and stupid, and then all of a sudden, oh wait, somebody just got shot on the southeast side, you know, and they gotta run out and go find it. And later hosen, that'd be awesome. And they gotta change. I wouldn't say I would awesome. hope they would change. I, I mean, not the person that got <laughs> shot, but to report it in Lederhosen would yeah. be just, you know, horrible. Yeah. Just yeah. horrible. Yeah. Just terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> terrible. 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 Uh, so, yeah, Shine Blooms, uh, Hawkeye Elvis. You know Hawkeye Elvis? I don't. He's the guy who dresses up as Elvis, and you see him at the Hawkeye games. So it's not just a clever name. No, he it's is Hawkeye exactly Elvis. Exactly what he is. <laughs> exactly. And I'll is. have him on if he's like coming down for Iowa games and stuff, or you know, he'll like um, he made a big deal because he went Does to the. Does he talk like Elvis? He can. Well, he's not when he's on the show. Oh. He doesn't do the character on the show. No. But just... if you like meet him at Kinnick or something, take a picture with him. He'll do the whole hip swinging thing and everything like that. That's he's weird. a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got the, the uh, Kylene, who's the Hawkeye Golden Girl. Towards oh. the baton and stuff on field. Yeah, she's great. She should get in broadcasting. She's like nineteen, twenty years old and has this just great on-air personality. But she doesn't want to do that. She wants to get into uh, like she wants to become uh, work at the children's hospital, which is very noble. Oh wow, no, no, yeah, it's great. great. You know, great. I, I told her you should become like a try and work your way up to becoming like their spokesperson because she's very good on the air. So I like mm -hmm. having her on a lot too. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I have various other people from I'll have some of the Daily Iowa TV kids, you know, because they're young yeah. up and coming broadcasters. And it's very territorial now versus radio and TV because everybody's got their contracts, their weather contracts. This station has to work with that station, so their people aren't allowed to go on another station if they're not affiliated with them. Yeah, it didn't used to be like that. Right, that sucks. You know, when I when Big D and I were KRNA, we just have any TV or radio person. Oh, not radio, but well, sometimes radio. We'd have TV people on. Mm -hmm. You know, and they just come mm -hmm. in. It like didn't matter. Andy yeah. Garman he used to work at uh, Channel Two, and then yep. later on, uh, I think KCII or KCCI in Des Moines was mm -hmm. always come in and hang out with us and stuff. We'd have Rob Brooks on. Yeah, you know, it, was, it didn't matter. Bruce Sounty'd come on. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like oh, we have to be the Channel Nine station or now you you have that affiliation and like yeah. this kind of tribal thing. <clears throat> and that's not fun anymore. Well, people seen it and they seen a way to make money off of it. So yeah. that's that's what they did. They yeah they. Because I've been denied guests, like, we can't go on, you're not one of our affiliate stations. Yeah, yeah. The Shine yeah. Blooms are kind of grandfathered in from that. That's good. That's good. <laughs> like, I always go on, I don't care. Yeah. Like but 
Yeah. I mean, you used to hang out with us back in the day. I we, know. We had our little group where we called it the media elite because we had people from different radio and TV stations. Yeah. And we all got together great. We all go hang out together. We go to the bars together. We go to like Colonel's games. Yeah. I was looking for people, Penguins Comedy Club at the time. Penguins. We yeah. go to Penguins. Mm -hmm. A lot of times. We had a lot of fun going to Penguins. Dude, we had a lot of fun back in the day. Yes. And you had people from rival stations, yeah. TV, radio. We'd all get together and hang yeah. out. And we were like all best friends. This was like early 2000s. I, and you don't see like that anymore. 2001, 2002. Yeah. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. I lived up here from 99 to 2004. Yeah. That was my Cedar Rapids time. But see, you were on the air in 94 and KRNA with Big D Don Black and Tommy Lang. Or Tommy Lang and Big D Don Black or something yeah. like that. I, I, I can't remember the actual show name, but it was awesome. Every single morning. You know, I was on the show. <clears> I don't even remember which one it was. <laughs> I don't remember whose name came first. <laughs> you know, and here's the thing. It's like you guys – okay, so you had this big, tall, skinny black man on a rock station yes. on the morning show that was funnier than fucking shit. Yes. And you and him were the best freaking like – co-host it was just great and i appreciate before, you saying that because well, this was before anything streamed so like you had to listen to radio if you're gonna listen to radio yeah you listen to it in your car in your home in your bathroom wherever and i always listen to your guys' show in the morning because i thought you guys were hilarious no thank you then i got to meet you and hang out with you and we all became friends and i think that show could have been so much better though because management micromanaged that thing so was that cumulus badly then? oh yeah it was yeah. cumulus yeah. Um, first of all I never wanted to do morning radio because I didn't want to get up that early. <laughs> and I kind of like the freedom of being the smart ass in the afternoon who could do like a longer break. Yeah. But And that was my first program director, Bill Summers at KRNA, told me that. It's like, you, you analyzed, you know, we do air checks, which is where they listen to your breaks. It's like, you're the master of the quip. You get in with a one-liner, you get out. That's you. You're good at that. Yeah. So I, when I did afternoon drive, which was like two to seven on KRNA, I do like the traffic jam and yep. stuff. I do the 420 break. I remember that. Called it. Yep. And I had a lot of fun doing that. They're just like, nope, you're going to go on the morning show now because the, the morning rock was – I think I first heard you on the drive. Probably, yeah. That was it. With all, Yeah, and then and then you went to mornings. And, and I, I mean I love it now You know, when I do the morning show. I, it's great. I, I've gotten used to being able to get up that early. Yeah. And plus, plus then I was drinking a lot. And that – you know, getting up at 4 in the morning, you can't go out drinking during the week. Well, you just got to go to bed at what 7, 7 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Just getting started. And I'm like, ah, I want to go in and work. And, and I like, yeah. I, I, don't get me wrong. I loved working with Big D, and he was the guy I wanted to do the show with. But they're like, he was the first thing. Okay, they're like, oh, you're going to do the show with Big D. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, I'll do the news. I'll be the sidekick. And Big D will drive it because he's the... He's the big, you know, he's the bigger personality. Sure. He's the DJ. Yeah. No, 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 Tommy, want you to run the board. You're going to be the DJ. Don will read the news, which is like the exact opposite of what we wanted to do. Right. And I don't know why they decided that was important to do if they didn't trust having the black guy be the, you know, lead of the you show. Think that was it? I don't know. Because it made no sense to either of us why they set it up like that. And then they started putting us on a timer. You can't be dropping all these songs. We, you know, we get on a roll. And we just start talking and taking calls for like 10, dropping songs. 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, we're like, well, we're not going to play these 12 songs an hour. And then the guy from uh, Cumulus in Atlanta, yeah, you can't be dropping songs during the morning drive. You got to get those songs in. I'm going to get you a timer. I'm, I don't know why my his voice yeah. sounds like this. this <laughs> he's, from the south. he's from the south. <laughs> I'm going to get you a timer. If you get over five minutes, you get out of there. You get off that break. You can't go longer than five minutes at a time. And we had a fucking egg timer. 
that they gave us. I would have made fun of it. Ding! Oh, looks like we're up. Well, and that's and that's <laughs> another thing is I had never got, ready. Yeah, I'd never gotten fired before, so that fear of I don't want to lose my job. This yeah. is all I got. What am I gonna I do? I didn't know this about the morning show. Oh Holy yeah, shit. yeah. See, this oh, is why I like having people like and you. And you got on. these, you know, the salespeople, God bless them, because they're the lifeblood of, of making of money. That's yeah. how you make money. But, hey, um, Zio Jonos wants to give away these $5 coupons with your tri- – do a trivia question every morning. I hate basic shit like that. Yeah. Here's the wacky trivia question of the day. Yeah. For We're going to do it every day at 630 for a $5 Giannos coupon. <laughs> by the way, love the Giannos. Giannos hey, is great. Nice plug right there, by yeah. the way. I know yeah. it's a different business than what we're in, but it's wonderful. No, but Seals is great. But anyway, it'd be something nice. like that. Or you got a free quesadilla to give away. We'll do it with a trivia. Every morning, you got to do a fucking trivia question. Like, what is, you know, and it's just so basic. Yeah. Every show does it. Yeah. <laughs> and we had to go to, they have us subscribe to these trades where it's like, um, you get like a fax back then every morning. It would be like, here are some things you could do on the morning show. Here's crazy ideas. See, when I worked at uh, K-Live, they, they would send us the onion, but it came out in a printer. Oh, like, wow. The onion was on paper. We had onion radio news, which was actually really yeah, good. But it printed every I would have just run like that every hour. for. Yeah, that would have been the show to me. Oh, yeah. If I could have run the onion radio news for four hours a day, I would have been fine with it. Yeah, I mean, but, some of it was just so ridiculous. You're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> but we'd occasionally branch out, like Big Deed, go out and do the thing where he made a bet on the Bears game, and if he lost, he'd get to throw eggs at him or something yeah. like that. I mean, he was great with that stuff. He's very creative. Well, yeah, and look at where he is now. He's you yeah. know, running a station in Milwaukee. Yeah. You know? He asked me to go to um, Peoria with him when he left. Oh, really? And he asked me, because remember, I came in and I cut a spot for uh, – a uh, 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 MMA fight, and I yeah. cut the commercial for it. And he's like, "Holy shit! I didn't know you actually knew how to do radio." And I was like, "Yeah, you know." And he yeah. goes, "All right, hey, I'm taking off." So like a couple weeks later, he's like, "I got a program director at Peoria. I think is that where he went?" Yeah, Peoria. Yeah, and he's like, "If you want to come with, I guarantee you a job, and we're gonna rock this." And I turned it down. Ah. Oh. Well, because I had a family here. I was engaged at the time. I just had my son. And I don't regret it any bit. But. <laughs> well, by the end of it, I wanted to get out of there. I'm like, it's how just, do I get fired? It really was like, how do I get fired? I need to get out of this. What do I got to do? What do I got to do? <laughs> when you were at Karen A? Oh, yeah. You, you wanted to get fired. Big D left, and they gave me That's Gail, right. which, yeah. I, you know, Gail's really nice, but I don't think it really clicked with us for whatever reason. Um,. And by the way, she was great when she was on Q103 with Scott Schulte. They had a fucking hilarious morning show. They were doing characters and stuff like that. And that just wasn't, you know, what we were doing. And I'm kind of like, and I think both of us just wanted to get out of there. And I'm like, I want to go work for Captain Steve down at KCJJ. Because I don't know if you know Steve's background at all. He used to own KFMH, 99 Plus, which was in Muscatine and then later in the Quad Cities. Um, And he sold KFMH. To Cumulus, oddly enough, and they became 99 plus, or no, no, uh, B100. B100. Or they, first, they became Bob, which was like a country station, yeah, which just failed miserably. Yeah. Um, so he took the money and bought this little AM station where I used to work in college, put some money into it, started doing the morning show with Anthony Weller, who was another Quad Cities guy he brought in. Um, and it was, I mean, it was the state, it was the show that other radio people listened to. It was the show. That like I listened to the the original Morning Rock, which was the morning show before me. Used to love it, Captain. In fact, that's where uh, Captain Winky got his name. It was oh yeah, Red Dog and Captain Winky. I don't remember if you remember them. And yeah, Jessica Doll. No. 
Um, and they would, they would listen. I mean, that's because it was hilarious. It was not confined to the rules of radio. It wasn't, right. we got to hit the break at 20 after. You know, we got to play the commercial at 20 after. We got to do the contest at, you know, 730 or whatever, you know, like that. It was just two guys talking and taking calls and making fun of people. <laughs> it was great. It sounds like, like a podcast. This is, it really kind of was. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I would love to work at that station. And you know, and they'd give somebody a midday show, and they'd kind of do whatever the hell they wanted. I'm like, I don't know how much he's paying them, but I want to work there. And it's my hometown. I'm from Iowa City. Yeah. Uh, and I love. I, I it's weird. Grass is always greener. I kind of miss Cedar Rapids now that I live down there because a lot of a lot of my friends are up here. I can't just call James Larson and go, hey, let's go out tonight. Okay, you know, I can't do that. I got to make an appointment, which I did for you, by the way. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Already thanked him once. Yeah. So exactly. I'm like, how do I get fired so I can go work at KCJJ? How do I do this? And eventually it just happened. Numbers were down. I think none of us were happy. Uh, one day you get called into the office. Uh, it was right before Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend. Like, uh, we're going a different direction. Like, okay, whatever. Next day, I see Captain Steve. Oh, actually, I take that back, though. I also thought I'd go want to go, go work for Rob Norton and Elliot Keller because I used to work for them when I first started at KRNA. They owned Z102.9. Yeah. Uh, and what they did was they bought Q103 at the time, turned it country, failed, sold KRNA and took the money and put it into Z, which is why Z is so successful. They took that money. It's, it's funny in radio when you actually invest how successful it is. <laughs> Instead of sure. like, yeah. you know, whereas iHeart's cutting jobs to make money, you know, and yeah, firing invest everybody. Invest in your facilities. Invest in it. Yeah. Invest in people and invest in promotion. <clears throat> oh, people are yelling back there. That's okay. Um, yell. Yell so yeah. away. So as soon as I got fired, I went straight to my car and drove out there to Z and applied. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't like call anybody. I just went in the lobby, filled out the application and turned it in just to see what would happen. And then I ran into Rob in the parking lot and he's like, oh, you got fired. That sucks, man. Well. Uh, good luck, you know. I don't know if we have anything, but whatever. I'm like, ah, that's cool. I applied there. Um, by the way, the program director who de declined to hire me got fired right after I got hired at KCJJ. <laughs> I got the rejection letter, and I knew he got after he got fired. Like he must have sent it and got fired like that day or the next day. Oh, jeez. Which is one of those retribution things where I'm like, ah, son of a bitch got fired. He didn't hire me. <laughs> uh, but I bothered Steve at a party the next day because we had a mutual friend and uh, he had a big tailgate party. Like, hey, I'm uh, I'm not working at KRNA anymore. You know, I any openings, I'm definitely, I'd love to work for you, which was very awkward for him, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but I knew the general manager from when I worked there before, and I'd bug him every week, hey, got any openings? Suter. Suter, got any openings? Got any openings? Uh, and I bugged him for months because Steve thought, oh, this is just some guy looking for some place to yeah. land until he gets another FM job somewhere like in the Quad Cities or something like that. But I'm like, no, I want to go work. I want to work for this station. I like this station. I like it. So begrudgingly, like a few months later, they hire me as a news director because um, Anthony was kind of sick and and he I mean he passed away a couple years later um, yeah like two or three years later but he just wasn't able to come into work they'd have to put a mic in his house and stuff um, you know he had failing health they're like well we need somebody who's here and can do news from here so I was like the third man but then the more Anthony became sick the more he became <clears throat> the other guy right and we just kind of grew and gelled and that's when and then the things I learned working for for Steve at KCJJ. Um, are like, God damn, I wish I had that when I worked at KRNA. <laughs> the, the lack of fear and not trying to do a shtick. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. Just, you know, go where it takes you. And sometimes <clears throat> if you come off as an asshole, you come off as an asshole. And if you don't, you know, maybe the listeners do like you. I don't know. Be yourself. See where it, like, see where it takes you. Yeah. I mean, now you got I your own show. I would love to have done that. And you can do that now. Yeah. Now, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? 
people ask me that all the time. I don't yeah. know what I would do on the podcast I can't do on the show other than swear. Yeah, but uh, there there could be some topics or some guests that you could have on that you wouldn't normally have on your show. Yeah, you can go longer. Certainly go yeah. longer form with it. You know, you don't got to worry about spots. You don't got to worry about you know uh, music or anything like that. You know, I mean, you could. No, just, that's true. And and it costs you nothing. And and then all of a sudden you you're able to pair up with the station. Yeah. As long as it's not too bad, and then the station has a podcast. I would love to do a podcast with, if I could, and I I don't know if I'd be able to do it. As far as like a non-compete, but like with another radio person or something, like if it was like me and Big D, like once a week got together on Skype or something, or like James Larson. Yeah. I would love to do a podcast. What, what I would love to work the, with other radio people because they're, they're very talented people. What if you just had a different radio personality every single podcast and you do them five times a year? Yeah. You know? Even like this? <laughs> kind of like this, yeah. <laughs> kind of like this. <laughs> oh, the GXP podcast, yeah. Because I mean, there are other, I mean, not that I'm not happy where I am. I love where I am and it's great. But there's other people who are very talented. I'm like, I wouldn't mind working with them once. Yeah, and you know? just having the freedom to to put it out for whoever wants to listen can listen. One of the weird things about our you show know. is that people from other stations will call us. Like James will call us at like five in the morning on his way to work and go on the air with us and stuff. <laughs> really, really? Yes. <laughs> and That's Shark awesome. Shark would come in. Remember Shark? Yeah. Shark, shark would come yeah. in and like hang out on the show. He's <laughs> like, I guess you guys don't care about you're not. Well, I guess we're not paying them. It's not really a non compete. Well, um, no. And actually, we had a flood of like three different iHeart people call us and go on the air with us after they all got let go yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we had like Justin Roberts, although he quit before he got fired. Oh, no. Justin Roberts called. Um, Boston Mike from the Fox called us and went on with us. Jerry Lawler from KXIC went on with us this morning, and we chatted with him, and it was great. You know, get to work with other radio people. I think that's why people cheat on their marriages. <laughs> I just, just want to write something else for a little while, you know. <laughs> that's that's an interesting concept, Tommy. That's so yeah. true. Probably that is, that is as someone who's never been married. That is the uh, that is the. Uh, I've never been married either. I know. Ne- neither is verbatim. No, yeah, I haven't. Or else, like, okay, yeah. I'm sure it's just like that. I, I I would imagine not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you want to write something else. Sometimes yeah. you want to write something. Try something else for a while. That's kind of like what I'm, you know. The best part about this podcast is, is I get to hang out with people that I've either known for a long time or I'm like acquaintances with, and uh, and sitting down and talking. Like, how many times have we hung out? But we never sat down like this and talked and just for talked, an hour yeah. and a half, you know, or whatever it is. Yeah, you were always uh, working, or I was drinking. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> exactly. Or, or, or you know, you know, we're always had something going on to where you know, even if we did it was small talk here and there, and that's been the coolest thing about this podcast uh, over the past. Uh, uh, six, six, seven months now is all we've been we've been doing it, and uh, this is super amazing to hear stories like yours. Well, and I'm la- it's so laid back because I was kind of nervous about doing this. Really, I'm like, that's a lot. Man, of I've got to come up we've with material. Lot, we've gotten that a lot. I've got to tell stories. I've, I mean, I better tell this story, and uh, they're <laughs> just going to ask me, "Hey, tell us some stories." Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's it's more conversational. It's a hang, than, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a hang. It's a hang. The stories happen. The stories happen, man. Yeah. So, like, we've contemplated on renaming this the Rabbit Hole Podcast because usually it goes down some crazy rabbit hole that's just unbelievable. That's how that, and you know what? That's what good radio is. Yeah. You know, you know, you can say, oh, here's what, you know, because that was the thing. When, again, I'm going back to when I was at KRNA with Big D. It was always a shark would get on our ass. He was our program director. He'd be like, you got to plan out your show the next day. You got to plan out what break or what you're going to talk about. I'm like, I don't want to do it a day in advance. What I'm gonna do? I don't know what's gonna happen the next 24 hours. You guys good? I'm good. Drink. Thanks. Okay. Cool. Um, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen in the no. world in 24 hours. 
Right. I want to be able to go on the air and just flip on them uh, and just start talking about whatever's on my mind right now. See, when I we don't st- want to plan it. When we started this podcast, that's what drove him nuts because I was always by the book for a lot of things. And then I start this podcast and he's like, dude, you're throwing me th- you know, for a complete loop here. Like you have no plan. You're just going in and hanging out and talking and saying whatever. And he's like, I'm so confused. Yeah. And I didn't understand that because I'm like, oh, it's a podcast. I've been listening to podcasts for, for months at that point. And I was like, I already had it planned out of what I was going to do. I should have told him because he was like, yeah. what the fuck, man? I just expected more organization, <laughs> like us having topic points to talk to everybody about yeah. all that. Yeah. Just because that's the way you've always been. And then this happens. And you know, <laughs> no, for this 15 years, I've known you one way. And then this happens and it's a total different way. Yeah. He almost killed me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. He was like, seriously, what is going on here? Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I guess I just assumed that you knew. And that's my bad. Like, I was yeah. watching a lot of forensic files around then just to figure it out. <laughs> How I'm going to do it without being caught. Wait, what? Yeah, that was happening. <laughs> oh, my God. And, you can, and the best part about it is so you can play it like, oh, we got to talk about this. Because I'll do that yeah. with Steve on the morning show. I'm like, we got to talk oh, about yeah, this. Gotta, yeah. Um, we had a guy who um, – it was a simple story. There's a bar in Iowa City called The Job Site. Guy goes into somebody's unlocked car or like the window was slightly open. He unlocks the car, steals a credit card, goes over to the porn shop across the street, makes a purchase, and puts the card back. And they, they catch him on video and everything. So he stole a card out mm-hmm. of a car. Yes. Bought some porn. Yes. Put it back. Yes. That's a good Samaritan. Yeah. And that's all that – because we uh, – <sighs> I was. It? I mean, John's, he could have took the card. Oh, he also, we found out later, filled out his uh, tank of uh, – filled, filled up his car uh, with gas. And oh, uh, right. tank of gas, yeah. Um, and first of all, I should say that we uh, – the cool thing about Johnson County and the sheriff's office – they put all the arrests online. Yeah, you get all the arrest forms. At least the the above what they call a. It's like a booking sheet. It's like anything above a serious misdemeanor will be on there. Yeah, like every drunk isn't going to be on there. Although the police separately send us those, which are the most entertaining. <laughs> the the drunk, the ones? drunk people who are just downtown in Iowa City and like are either pooping themselves or uh, you know. <laughs> just acting, oh, saying stupid things to the cops that make no sense. I'll write news stories about that, and I love it. Themselves? I oh, there's a lot of people who shit themselves. Huh. There's more people who just shit themselves to get drunk to than you know. I this, there was one woman who was being taken to jail and was so mad she took off her pants and pooped in the back of the cop car and started smearing it because she wanted to get back at the cops. These the are cops the fun aren't going to have to clean that out. Some poor guy that works for the I county. I don't know. You know, I didn't ask who has to clean that no. out. No. <laughs> That's not But important. this guy, okay, so anyway. Cops don't give a shit. So, yeah, the guy steals credit card, buys stuff at the porn shop, goes back, writes a story about it. Okay. Well, the lady whose credit card was stolen calls the station. Uh, and it turns out it's an old friend of mine. Uh, she actually used to work for Otis, Tailgaters. I know Otis. Actually, yeah. she wished to remain anonymous. I forgot about that part. Um... <laughs> This is just for the podcast. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, here's I've got the name of the thing he bought. And everybody at the bar is calling him the butt plug bandit. Oh, I'm no. like, well, we're clearly putting that in the news story. <laughs> That's got to be a part of it. So this. we've had like a series of stories updating the case of the butt plug bandit. <laughs> and update. my boss, by the way, this is what he lives for. He's like, I want stories like this. Perfect. This is what gets people to listen. It gets them to click on the website. Do you think I could do a butt plug bandit story if I were still at KRNA? No. <laughs> You think you I get to do James it at WMT? I mean, he gets drunk on the air every morning. That's an issue. <laughs> That's an issue. <laughs> I, I used to do that too, and it was called a problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I know. So, you know, but uh, it wouldn't be a legitimate news story, though. I'd probably be called into the. Well, and that's a thing, too. Maybe that's a different management. I don't know what Town Square is like, but at Cumulus, 
All right, here's another. I'm, I'm going back to this. I don't want to sound like I'm grinding an axe, but the, the guy uh, in uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but the guy in Atlanta. You got to be edgy. We want you to be edgy. You and Big D got to be edgy. You know, you got to be edgy. We're at a rock station. You got to be edgy. And then we do something edgy, and we get called into the local ops manager's office. You know, um, I don't know what, what kind of audience you're trying to reach by making that kind of a joke. Uh, it's very a base joke. It's very juvenile. It's like, well, what the fuck do you want? You know, corporate wants this, yeah. local wants that, because they were. Here's the problem: K Hawk and KDAT bought a rock station and didn't know what the fuck to do with it. Okay, mm-hmm. they got us a station vehicle was a Rav Four for the killer rock and roll station. You know, that's playing like Corn and Metallica and a Rav Four. And here was the big slogan that was on the side of the, the of the uh, the Rav Four: "It's like a radio station, only noisier." I remember that. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's like you're apologizing. <clears throat> you know, we're sorry for this problem station down the hall that's ruining the family-friendly K-Hawk and KD. <laughs> By the way, your- this is what really pissed me off about that the most. They put an apostrophe in its. No, they didn't put an apostrophe in its. It needed one. Yeah, it needed an apostrophe. There was no apostrophe. Yeah. Yeah. That pissed me off. I, I if, if you're gonna you gotta proofread that shit. Yeah. You know, so that bugged me. And then the salespeople didn't want to sell the station because they didn't want. Ah, oh, it's rock and roll, and there's there's devil music, and <laughs> it was just a bad fit for the company. Oh no. So that's what we had to deal with there. But the new company sounds like they get it, and and it's good because I've heard the people who work there say nothing but nice things about Town Square. Yeah, I mean everybody seems happy there. Yeah, they do. They they really do, yeah. and they let them do their thing. Yeah. Do you think James Larson has an egg timer? No, I guarantee he doesn't. Have you heard his show? <laughs> See, I, I listen to our show. I'm 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 brand I'm just loyal. Kidding. I'm Brian. kidding, James. I'm kidding. I, I've heard a little bit of the show. No, yeah, I flipped over when you know for one reason or another, but <clears throat> yeah, I like it. He's doing a good job. He's he doing. He, a good he gets job. what he wants. To and do. Brainerd is too, man. I mean, K-Hawk yeah. is killing it right now, dude. I mean, well, they always kill it though. They're country. Yeah. They're just going to kill it no matter what. Yeah, I mean, I could fart into the mic for a half hour and it would get like so a, an eleven. Does. You know, seven thirty eight. Oh, is that is that the big? Well, yeah. seven thirty. Is that a benchmark? Eight fifty or seven fifty five? That was his secret. <laughs> yeah. That was a secret. Just, he said. That's all it is. It's like it's got the most ratings. You know, here's it's a unbelievable. Brainerd. I don't know. Um, what's her name? Well, um, Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah, or whatever. Um, Cortland. 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 But Brainerd. He's a really funny guy. Yeah. And he could do rock radio. He's got a sick, funny sense of humor. He likes and he Metallica. He hip-hop, too. Yeah, yeah. He loves hip-hop. I love, yeah. oh, I love Brainerd. Yeah, Brainerd's great. He was I used fun. to, when he it was, was him and the bear down the hall, yeah. we used to go out drinking with him and stuff, and, and they were just troublemakers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could have easily done rock radio and been great at it. Yeah, but they're killing country. Well, they or are. No, is. no, they're, is, yeah. yeah. They are. Um, I, you know, his kid goes to school with my kid. So oh, okay. uh, we've been hanging out. I, I've known him for a long time, ever since he started dating his wife, because I was working at High V yeah. and she worked in the floral department. So I knew him right when he first started. Oh wow! In like the nineties, and so we've known each other that long, and our kids are the same age, and everything is so weird. And we hang out all the time, so it was just natural to have him on my show. And uh, it's so funny because like when we're sitting in the stands, like he has a family, and I'm a single dad, so. I'm like, hey, you know, saying this night, you check out that girl's ass, you know, that type of thing. He's like, hey, man, my wife's sitting right here. But when you get him, <laughs> he's just like that. When you oh, get yeah. him away from his wife, he's he's very good. He never looks at <laughs> It's I've got another cumulus management story that I need to share. <laughs> so it's snowing. And Big D and I are done with our show. They Their show went like an hour later than ours. So Big D and I are done. And it's snowing and some people didn't come into work. So it's almost like school, like a snow day where you're just like, we'll just it. hang out and not get anything done. Yeah. So we go in there and kind of hang out in their studio. And, and the bear is trying to like 
you know, screw around with us. And they go on and do the closings. And one of them was something like um, the tubas, or like there was supposed to be some tuba Christmas performance like uh, at the mall. Or something like that. Yeah, no, yeah. it was like it was like uh, like the the. Like the Lynn County Tuba Club or something oh. <laughs> was supposed to play a performance at the mall, like a Christmas performance, and okay. it was postponed. And he paused and goes, uh, also the Benton County Jews Harp Association has had to cancel their performance. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Closed door meeting with the <laughs> with the program director. Like, we got to complain about the Jews Harp Association. Is this like, he just like made Jesus it up. Christ. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Just made up an announcement, and but that was like a closed door meeting. We had to have a serious discussion about this. You have somehow besmirched the name of Kayhawk by making this joke about the tuba players. And I remember being like, "It's a fucking closed door meeting about." And it was oh, who was the program director over there? I can't remember his name. It was after um, oh, I can't think of his name now. But, uh, Bob James. Bob James, like you have to come to the office right now. We got to talk about this. Bob <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ. You know, at least if we got in trouble, it was something good. Yeah, right. You it know? was worth it. It was worth We're it. Talking about the Jewish Harp Association. Yeah, the Jew Harp Association. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because he didn't say Jewish. I wonder if I, I seriously I think that might have been it. Like right. he said something about Jews. Yeah. Like, Jew Jew harp. If he would have said the Jewish Harp Association. Yeah, exactly. Probably would have been okay. It's the type of instrument. He could have <laughs> said like, like the French horn. I can't even say that without the laughing. Yeah. <laughs> the French horn. Oh god damn. <laughs> There are too many goddamn meetings in radio. How I was going to say, it sounds like there's, meet. it's meeting, oh, we, we talk a little bit, meeting, we talk a little bit. Yeah, it's it's totally micromananged. I mean, it's, it, I had a lot of fun when I was in radio, but, uh, and I'm sure you have too, but no, there, yeah, there yeah. is a lot of like bullshit. How long have you been in radio? Um, I started uh, at KRUI, which is the college station in Iowa City, at the yeah. University of Iowa. When I was in high school, nice. we were doing a newspaper layout when I was at Regina, and it was getting to be like... Uh, April or I think early May of my junior year in high school. And we had KRUI on in the background as we're laying out the school paper, the last school paper. And there's a little promo like, hey, if you're uh, age uh, 16 or over and want to do something this summer, because back then you didn't have to be a student in the summer because yeah. they were just desperate for people. I'm like, I want to do radio. I'll apply. And I did. And I wound up doing news, like uh, taking the bus in the morning and doing uh, sports. Because the whole sports staff was off for the summer. I'm like, I'll just read the sports from the AP wire. And that was my start. And they put uh, for five days a week, I would take a bus down no there. No shit. Because my, my dad was so pissed because I was he's like, you're going to get a job this summer. I'm like, hey, dad, I got a job. It's five days a week. Doesn't pay. You know, it's, it's like, that's not what I meant. But and it opened the door and I wound up uh, working at KCJJ uh, when I was in college. when It was owned by a different uh, person. Um, and it was kind of a dump, but it was it was a job. Uh, worked there for about a year and a half. Became friends with a guy who worked at KRNA, which was the station you know, I grew up listening to yeah. and I always wanted to work there as a little kid. Um, and wound up, wound up doing – my first shift at KRNA was um, – my first day was actually like St. Patrick's Day of 93. Wow. And my first shift was 4 to 9 a.m. Sunday mornings. And the last two hours was syndicated. Yeah. yeah. So I only had a DJ from 4 to 7 a.m. Sunday mornings. Nobody listening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it slowly expanded from there, start, worked my way too, up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how you start. Yeah. But no, I, yeah, I started doing, uh, with college radio, which was its own adventure. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I started with uh, KLive 105 in Dubuque, which is owned by Phil Kelly at the time. And then it got bought up by Cumulus as soon as I left because it was a private station. Yeah. But then Phil Kelly passed. And so it was WJOD. Uh, 
1490 in Dubuque and 105.3 and then uh, 103 something there there was four stations there and uh, yeah you know I mean I was like 14 and like they totally disregarded any child labor laws yeah. or anything <laughs> because I was working literally from like 5 a.m. till noon or 6 a.m. till noon and just running like syndicated shows and it, but but being in a place like that working at that young of an age is such an experience and an opportunity that yeah. not many people get man you know i remember the first time i walked into to <clears throat> krna because it was you know top notch yeah and compared to the equipment i had at krui and kcjj at the time it was like whoa this is all digital there's like a right. million different little knobs on all the BMX, boards bmx boards <laughs> yeah you're like yeah. i don't know wow this is way above there's like modulators and things yeah. and things that you run Needles processing and, yeah. and i'm like Whoa. And a wall of CDs. Yeah. What? And then, <laughs> here it is, four in the morning on a Sunday, and you're in charge of all of it. Yeah. <laughs> this is all under you. This is all you. Yeah. You're, it's your voice running Did through it. Did you have it. to take, like, int- uh, like frequency? Like Meter readings? Yeah, every, every, every hour. Yeah, and you have to log them. Yeah, you had to yeah. log them? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we had an auto-logger. I just had to look at, like, a couple. There were, like, tower light readings or something I had yeah, to take. Yeah, I had to hit buttons and then read what the number said. We had, um, again, this is, you know, this is pretty advanced for, you know, 1993 and 94. Yeah. Um, but they actually had uh, a printer. That every hour just across they all the readings, no yeah, shit. and you could look at it on the and if the well, way comp- more advanced to where I was little computer yeah. <laughs> where like you could turn the transmitter back on or switch transmitters. We had three transmitters. See, we had a backup tower site and a backup transmitter at the original tower site, and then, or at the main tower site, and then the main, yeah. So we had two transmitters at the main tower site, and then our old tower site was still active, and we could go to that as a third backup wow. or second backup, I guess. See, when we had to record people off the phones, mm-hmm. I had to hit. Record and play on the yeah. reel to reel. Yeah. Click. Oh yeah. And then and then answer the phone and then you'd have to go back and splice everything through to, if if they messed up or have to cut it. Curse. And chalk yeah. It. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw fit, a digital phone editor was at KRNA. It was like, oh, this is neat. It was on the computer. Yeah. Yeah. It was its own little thing. It was it looked like a, it kind of looked like its own little laptop yeah. except the little blue screen. We never had that through the ninety five through ninety eight. I worked at, at K Live and. Uh, it was always the real, real. Yeah, well, yeah that's when I, I started on the real, the real too. That's so weird. And it was, yeah, everybody used the same one, so the audio quality kind of degraded as time went on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, you have to get new reels. Yeah, because you, you didn't want over and over and over. You didn't want to put yeah. somebody on live because oh, they say that f bomb, you're dead. Yep. You're gonna get that ten thousand dollar fine. Yeah. Like the FCC is listening at all hours. Yeah, yeah. We're recording They're everything. Always you're doing. listening. We had to do air check tapes. It was on like a a Radio Shack cassette that was plugged in through a remote so every time I hit on on my microphone, yeah, that thing would record. Yeah, yeah, we had that. It was kind of weird how that worked, but it looked like just something you bought from Radio Shack. Yeah, it was a cassette player, basically. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, every time you hit on on the BMX board, it would remote started to record. Boy, and <clears throat> if you want you to yeah. really screw somebody's show up. And again, <laughs> I want to hear. This yeah, is yeah. A, No, no, no. I mean, in a bad way. In a Write bad this way. Down. Um is when they started doing that again, and this is another rant against corporate radio, um, that they now do that digitally, and it goes to some guy in the corporate office. Any second, he can pull up one of your breaks and just start listening. Yeah, to you. they record every single break you do. That because- makes you paranoid, and all of a sudden, you're <clears> like, oh, boy, I, I can't do this bit because the guy in Atlanta might be listening, and he's going to call and complain about something we did. And we didn't do it right. Fuck it, man. And it's, yeah, and, I mean, now I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Locally owned, man. Local radio, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my boss is down the hall. If he's got a problem with me, usually he's the one who wants me to do this stuff. 
He's encouraging me to like. So you, you found your sweet spot, man. I really did find a good landing spot. I mean, I can tell. I'm very happy by all your Facebook posts and everything that you post. You're so happy with what you're doing. Right I now. really am. That's amazing, really man. And which is weird because uh, I never wanted to be a program director and be in charge of people, but I have a staff. But you're good at it, and I like them. Yeah, I like them, and they listen to me. <laughs> they were surprised me. about that kind of yeah i don't know i don't know i'm, I'm still kind of a smart ass you know I, I can't even make like pork chops on my own you know without <laughs> screwing something up and i'm in charge of a radio station and keeping people on the air yeah but you got a good thing going man. yeah we do and we got a good team i don't hate anybody i work with you gotta help which me. is very rare in this industry usually you have somebody you work with you're like i can't stand that person right now our staff is free of those people that makes it for an amazing work environment it hasn't yeah. always been that way <laughs> oh yeah, of course. You know, sometimes you have it's a small station, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'd say small, but How in radio anymore, we're, we're I think one of the biggest staffs in the market now. Really? Yeah, I mean, because there's no station here that's got like a dozen people. It's true. I mean, nobody, especially Z. after yesterday. Z does. Oh, Z does. Yeah, Z does. Z does 100. percent Yeah, they do. I. Um, it's funny because Jenny Valera just got named their program director. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're we're the same person basically. Yeah, you know, and it was the day I have gout because one of the, some of the meds I'm on for my my uh, tra- post transplant, I can get gout occasionally. Sure. And I had a really bad attack last week, so I'm like, I can't even put on jeans. I'm wearing like sweatpants. Uh, I got a walker. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, I was wondering what the fuck was going on with that. I, I had a walker for like three days until I get some prednisone. So I'm in there, and then Jenny Valera gets named program director. So she's, you know, got the Miss Iowa picture. Yeah. And I'm like, we're the same. Hey, we're just the same. I see that. And I put post. the two pictures I side liked by it. side. Yeah, Thank I you. liked it. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're just like the same person, really. God, she's an ugly girl. Yeah. She's great. She's really fun. I like her. No, she's an amazing person. I like her a lot. She's, she's a lot I'm of fun. Just, I like, I'm I like, totally kidding because she's opposite. She of is. I, uh, <laughs> I like Chris Jackson, too. I really like a lot of people yeah. over at Z. I, I do. Chris has done really well for himself. Chris. Yeah, I like him. You know, being a station manager, that's. Been, What's his position now? Because she's program director. I thought he was the station manager. Oh, maybe. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I thought that's that's why he's not on the air. Yeah. He hasn't been on the air. Is he not on the air? I do. thought I heard him the other day. Yeah, every but, now and again he yeah, jumps in fill in. But yeah, but, probably uh, yesterday, I think it was, he doesn't, the day before. Well, the last thing I knew, he didn't have a reg- – for a while there, he was doing two hours in the afternoon mm. Yeah. when he first came back, and then he gave that up. Yeah. Uh, no, good for him. Man. I don't. Know, did you run? Were you kind of in the same circles as Lady J when she used to be a club DJ yep. up here? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Chris, Chris actually worked for GXP for yeah, a while. Chris okay, because I knew them yeah. from uh, her and her husband when they were the DJs at the, Rick. the Tycoon. Yeah, Tycoon. I know it. Uh, that was a, that was our big media hangout. We go there after Uptown Friday night. Yeah. They'd have free Paul Revere's pizza, and we never the media people never paid for beer. Oh, dude. The uh, owner was it Jeff? I mean, the trick was that it was draft beer, so it was never like quality. Yeah, but it was, was draft say, beer. Was I don't free. think I ever paid for any drinks. That, that was place. that was also yeah. the field house when my cousin owned it. He's like, you guys can drink for free, but it's got to be out of the tap. Perfect. Yeah, like, ah, okay, that, I'll take that. That beer's already paid for. Yeah, it's already paid for. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, those are good times. Yeah, dude. Her and uh, Rick used to rock it. Lord J and Lady J. Was that it, Lord J and Lady Lord J? J? Okay, and I didn't Lady know they J. used Lord they J. They had a, a house album come out in the early 2000s called Vinyl Vows. Oh, wow. And it was fucking awesome. Like, really? if you like Chicago house music, it was great. I, I could get it. It yeah. was like an hour and 19 minutes of just straight bangers. It was all mixed beat to beat and back to back. Nice. It was freaking awesome. One of my favorite CDs ever. Huh. I didn't know that about them. Yeah. No, I've learned something on the show today. They're amazing DJs. <laughs> they're some of the best DJs around. They're great. Sure. Yeah, they are yeah. great. So yeah. still keep in touch. Facebook is good for that. Isn't it nice? Yeah. People that I wouldn't normally see every day, but I can kind of keep track of what they're doing. Yeah. Eh. I know. That's exactly what Facebook is That's for. what it's perfect for. I know. And I'm like, I don't care about you. Who are you? It's like the advent of texting. I don't have to talk to you on the phone anymore. 
I know. <laughs> I don't. It's like, what are you, an insane person calling me? What? Somebody better be dead if you're but calling me. But there's certain me. people I like to talk to on the phone. Certain ones, yeah. You know. I mean, I'll call you. Yeah. Most, you know, we text a lot, but uh, when I need to talk to them. Yeah. All right, this is going to take a minute. All right, I'll uh, I'll call you. Well, I just like the idea of My texting because you can answer at your leisure. Like sure. I don't need to te- I don't yeah. need to deal with you right away. Yeah. Let me finish what I'm doing. But like, and I'll reply to you. I'll call my mom, my dad, and my kids. Yeah, all the time, like just because I, I want to talk to them. Like, um, but uh, yeah, you're right. You know, texting is fucking awesome. I <laughs> have friends who will call me, and I'm like, oh, I just want this call to be over with. But the other night, and I think you probably saw me post about this. Uh, my phone starts ringing at like four in the morning. I'm like. Do I need to go into work? Because a lot sometimes, like like this morning, for example, we had a big ice storm. Yeah. And Jim Hunter, the uh, the other morning guy who works with Steve now, couldn't get out of his driveway, so I had to go in. Sure. Navigate the ice because I'm literally uphill from the station, so I didn't have to go up any hills of ice. So I'm just like, okay, I'll go in and do work in the morning show. Um, so I'll be called in if one of them's sick. And no, it's a name I don't recognize. I'm like, well, this is and it's Facebook Messenger. You know, you can call people yeah. on Facebook oh, yeah. Messenger. I'm like, that's, that's weird. That weird. is weird. I answer it. Turns out it's a longtime listener. And he's like, is Tommy Lang? I'm like, yeah. I'm waiting for like, I'm going to murder you, you know, or something like that. <laughs> or something creepy like, I love your show. I'm like, <laughs> I see I'm you. I'm waiting for something like that. But he was like really friendly. And intuition went off. I'm like, so what, uh, what, did, you, what did you do tonight? Ah, I drank a lot of wine. I'm like, okay. You're drunk. Oh, uh, yeah. I did some mushrooms. I'm like, okay. Jesus. Wow. I didn't know that was a pairing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't what know what did kind that. of wine goes with mushrooms? Is it a white wine? Is it a, a rosette? Port. I don't know. It's yeah. port. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Even though it was four in the morning, I was on the phone with the guy for a half hour, and it was entertaining as hell. I bet. It was a very enjoyable call. We had like mutual friends and stuff. It was the best half hour I'm like, hour thank you for calling life. me. I'll go back to bed now. But yeah, don't do this again, please. <laughs> yeah. Don't and because he had that excuse, I'm glad he was drunken on mushrooms. Because otherwise, <laughs> it would have felt awkward. It would have been like creepy yeah, for him to call me. But true. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's just drunken on mushrooms. Because <laughs> that's normal now. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> fun. I'm like, okay, that one's. My friend's passed out and I'm bored. I'm like, okay, I'll get that. That's awesome. You seem like a nice guy. We're actually Facebook friends. Now? No, we were before. Oh, well, obviously. But he was just too shy to, like, you know, say anything to me. He was like, yeah, I've seen you at, like, the Iowa baseball games. I'll come up and say, I'm like, yeah, call Gavin. As it, was, it wasn't until that second cap hit that he was like, fuck it, I'm calling him. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm doing <laughs> it. I'm doing it. I'm doing I didn't, it. I didn't, I didn't I'm in It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Which what also, I? by the way, means I've got to learn my Facebook Messenger settings yeah, as far as. Because I will, and this is so goddamn annoying, because I've got to leave it on for work. Sure. I can't like mute my phone at night in case something happens because I'm program director. Um, and there are people who will just send me, I've blocked them since in the last week, but they'll just send me like goofy, here's a funny video I saw. <laughs> And I'll send him at like three in the morning. Yeah, what I'm are like, you doing up? Bing! I'm oh. like, what is that? My phone? Oh, God damn it! Did some guy send me a video of some girl doing something stupid? <laughs> She's eating Thanks a for banana. waking me up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all the random music that oh we get in our God. inboxes. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, you're a DJ. Can you play this? No. Oh, I get that too. Nope. All the time. We've got a new song out. You should play. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. That is one of the cool parts of my job. Is I get to kind of pick the music we play. Oh, Unless it's cool. completely out of there, it's uh, Steve. Trust me. What do you I, play? Everything? Uh, we're well, we're like a top forty station. We play like eighties and some seventies too, and and nineties and crap. But like, um, and that's the weird thing too is I was never, as far as like radio, um, a format guy. In that I didn't think I, I thought I was. Maybe I'm not. I, I know no no that I'm not. Except maybe country because I would do classic rock. Sometimes they'd skew KRNA classic rock, and I'd get into some of it. 
be like, oh, Led Zeppelin, I'm playing Van Halen, yeah. this is great. Or they go active rock, and I'm like, this is great, Metallica. Uh, you know, um, what else would be in there? Like uh, Stained, that's the only one I can think of right now. But, you know, some of that like sure. late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, tool. hard rock tool. Yeah. Tool's perfect one. Yeah. Thank you, tool. I'm like, yeah, I get to play tool. This is great. Now I'm playing like Harry Styles, and I'm like, this is great. I love this song. <laughs> like, I you know, play like Harry Styles, and what else is it? Lizzo. Yeah. And I'm like, this is really good too. So you play everything. I enjoy this. That's yes, so cool. I mean, we don't play Tool or Led Zeppelin, but why wouldn't you? It's not in the format. Why not? Because it's not top forty. Is that your format? It's it's like adult top forty. Hmm. But we'll play like um, Steely Dan and stuff like that. We'll throw that in there too. See, but that's classic rock. Kinda, but it, it fits both. What about also a hit. Dire Straits? Yeah, I'll play Dire Straits. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean we can play some classic rock in there. Right. But I mean Led Zeppelin's like a little the different. big hits. Yeah, exactly. Like the, yeah. What about hip hop? Do you play any hip hop? No. Nothing. No. I mean, Post Malone, but the Post Malone that's out now isn't yeah. really hip hop. Yeah, he's yeah, he's not really. Actually, what really about something from like the '90s or, or mid 2000s? Want you to sprinkle that in here and there? No, oh, yeah, I mean, depends what it is, but yeah, yeah, like Black Street, No Diggity. That'd be a great Nelly. One have on. Oh, uh, I just put Nelly in a few weeks ago. I'm See? like, how do we not have Pony in there? Yeah. So I just put well, that in a few weeks genuine. ago. That's genuine. Yeah. Or genuine. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. See, see, that's what I'm talking about. Having just sprinkling a little bit of that yeah. is going to open up your. your well, was it? But they were hits. Base. They were top 40 hits. Yeah, exactly. yeah, they, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't mean. That would be fun. It doesn't that have to be, be current top 40. It can just be top 40 right. of the past 40 years. I think the phrase Steve oh. likes to use is classic, to, new and classic top 40 or something like <clears> that. That'd be the perfect format for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I would love to play that. Yeah, that'd be fun. But I know, you know, I'll play that new stuff. And, you know, if you told me in guys hiring in the <laughs> late late 90s working you know playing the audio enema when i was doing nights remember the yeah, audio enema oh yeah and play like the really hard stuff, like, tool. that was my name that's my name did you 941 every worker? night what's that did you work there with static worker i did yeah for a while he was aaron? the night guy when i was a morning guy i think aaron yeah. he grew up next door to me yeah good kid good guy. he um you i think I, I don't know if i'm the reason he got into <laughs> being a dj but no he his family grew up next door to my family yeah when we were kids on Grant Wood Drive and I was Aaron Render? Is Aaron that, Render, yeah. Yeah, that's his name. Yep. Shout yeah. out to Aaron Render. Took What's care of his cat. Meow. They moved and couldn't take the cat with him. And we're like, well, we'll take your cat. All right. Mischief was the cat's name. Mischief. Ask James of Larson course. about mischief sometime. Mischief. <laughs> but no, yeah, Static was our next door neighbor. No shit. It's a very small world. Cedar that's Rapids true. is the largest, smallest town on the planet. It really is. 100%. Uh, 100% it is. Like, agreed. It's Iowa City, but yes. Also a small town. Yeah. I mean, you can include all that together. In that yeah, really. I would probably include you can kind it of include it all. The market. The yeah. Cedar Rapids, Iowa City market. The yeah. corridor. Yeah. The corridor. The corridor. We are covering the corridor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, man. Tommy Lang, dude. It's yeah. been a while since we've hung out, man. I know. This is great. You look great, dude. Thanks. I'm glad your health is better. I am too. Dude, I was I could lose about... weight, but I'm working on it. I've uh, lost like 30 pounds. Hey, good job. But man. I got like a ways to go. Yeah. Hey, you know and what? And I'm drinking pot, by the way, which is not good for that. And I'm going to eat yeah. pizza soon, which is also not good. Yeah, but you got to We'll call that lose. a cheat day. Yeah, it's cheat a cheat day. day. Today's a cheat day. <laughs> cheat it's day. Wednesday. But I've been doing like, you know, <laughs> smoothies and stuff like that during the week, and that's it's actually surprisingly not hard to do. You know, it's tougher for me to eat healthy than it is for me to not drink. I yeah. figured that a few months ago. I'm like, it's not that tough for me to not drink, you know, because I had liver transplant. Everything. Yeah. But boy, Eat you healthy. tell me, uh, don't pick up uh, Poncheros on the way home or oh. something. I can't do it. I got to have. Poncheros is the greatest. Food, so man. Yeah. Food. Fuck yeah. So amazing. It's, yeah. 
That's that's my that's my Achilles heel. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Which is probably better than boozing. Yes. <laughs> you know, or booze isn't good. For it definitely it, could be worse. Yeah, and then the heroin problem that I've had for many. Years. At least you don't take it through a fire hose like fucking Richards did and Mick Jagger. Yeah. You know? I mean, they're gonna live to be 150. I've never done I'm heroin. Fucking preserved. Let the point. <laughs> I've never done heroin. I've never even seen heroin. I don't know how you do a drug that you inject into yourself. I, I, yeah, I that's, that's kind of where you got to draw the line. Nope. So how do I do this? Oh, you just inject it. Oh, so you uh, put some of your blood. No, get the no, fuck out I'm of good. Here. Like nope. if I see it in movies, it grosses me out. Like I can't watch yeah. it. I just don't know how people did that. I uh, for a while after the transplant, uh, my blood sugars. There's like a med you go on for a few months after it, and it screws up your blood sugar. I had to do like the insulin injections, yeah. where you got injected into your own thigh like twice a day. Fuck yeah. that. that was you, you poke your finger and then you get like a blood. Yeah, that was. Not easy. I mean, yeah. after a while, I got used to it, but yeah. Well, but you wouldn't see, think you get used to it. But you gotta get used to well, it. but that's something to help you, though. And you know it. Yeah. Um, drugs, on the it's other true. hand, I just cannot see people. I, I just don't understand that at all. No. That, like intravenous drugs. No, yeah, I've never yeah. really understood most of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, if it comes from uh, the earth, that's probably yeah. fine. And now Illinois, oh, but, it's all legal uh, in Illinois. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Illinois. Make that trip to the Quad Cities. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't need to go that to the Quad Cities. Have you seen what they call in the ice arena now? Yes. I'm on. I'm on, I'm ice. on ice. I'm on Arena. ice. Arena. <laughs> yeah. They didn't think that through. No. Or maybe they did. Yeah, they sure <laughs> did. I think so. I saw a picture of that because it was right up there with the South Dakota meth were on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw. We got I was color like, that is here. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> I'm on ice. I'm on ice. I'm on ice. <laughs> the meth arena. <laughs> yeah. The meth arena. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It worked, yeah. I guess. Wow. I think they wanted to go up against – I don't want to get serious, but they. I think they wanted to go up against the Coralville one that's like Mediacom or Xfinity or whatever it is. Is it Xfinity? What's – Is that the one Mediacom's like X something. Is that no. the one in the uh, mall? The Coralville one. No, no, no. Coralville's building their own ice arena. Oh, they are? Like a 5,000-seat ice arena. Oh, I didn't know that. Next to our yeah, old, I was going to uh, say they had one at the mall. Next yeah, to, They have that little one at the mall, but that's not yeah. very big. Oh. They don't have a lot of seating. This is going to be for like a hockey team. Oh, okay. They oh. want to bring a minor league hockey team to, to Coralville. So we need one just 30 miles away from where we already have Basically. One. Well, I think they originally wanted to try and get the Rough Riders away because the Rough Riders were haggling with the ice arena for a while huh. contract-wise, and they thought, well, maybe we'll just steal them from there. Oh, wow. But now they're like looking at a different association to have a team there. That would be huge if the Rough like Riders the, left. Yeah, and like the Iowa volleyball team is going to play their home games there and stuff. Oh, on ice? That's going to be interesting. No, I think they're going to put oh. something over the ice. Although that would be interesting. Just a little bit of sand. Yeah, <laughs> just throw some sand down. Just throw yeah, some that'd sand be great. down. <laughs> throw a little sand on there. Caller number ten, how you doing, buddy? Good. Caller number ten made it. Now? What's up? Is there video too? No, there's no video. Can be. No video. Like no, nope. You're good. Nope. Man. You're just kind of lingering, being all weird. <laughs> hey, there's some pizza up there if you want some. Quit being weird. So, yeah. Order a drink or uh, or not. Yeah. He's just being weird. <laughs> just being weird. <laughs> oh shit. Tommy. Call number ten. Call number ten. Yeah, he's usually call, he usually calls ahead of time and then we plug him in. Am I calling number ten? That was then that he, was pretty up. funny how that started. Yeah, about five different episodes he just happened to call during a podcast and he was caller number ten. You can take calls on the podcast. Sure, I just plug in my phone. Oh, that makes sense. See, I got, I still got an old iPhone, so I have a headphone yeah. jack. Yeah, so click it in, and I don't have a headphone jack. I miss headphone without jack. the adapter. I miss the headphone jack. Yeah, I agree. So so convenient. I, that's why I haven't got rid of mine. Now it's just one more thing we got to worry about. Yeah, I got to buy those cheap ones online where you can kind of have a yeah, dong- yeah. Adapter. have a dongle yeah. with you. Is that yeah. what they call it, a dongle? Uh, I think they call it adapter. 
Oh, I, th- I like dongle. I mean, it, it is a dongle, but I still got. I think they call it. I've a got dongle. an old enough car that I still have like the cassette thing you have to put in no with the shit? wire that comes what out the- of it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. those are great. Those so I've are got great. like the cassette with the wire coming with the out. The wire of it. that you plug. And right now in. you got to plug that into like a different adapter to plug it into your phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I got one of those things online where it's like a splitter, so you can charge the phone and, and you can charge and listen. And to the listen? Audio. Wow. This is a mess. Wow. It's just a mess. First world problems. Yeah. <laughs> it is a crazy world now, though. But I'll tell you what. I'll take my manual locks any day. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks, so. We're podcasting. <laughs> Tim's like, fuck. I don't think I could eat. eat and do a podcast at the same time. Uh, I had a guy bring uh, fried chicken and uh, uh, what did he bring? Uh, Wine, Cristal. Right? Yeah. Cristal. Have you seen champagne. that new show? I saw yeah. a promo for it where you, like you eat hot wings and have to answer trivia questions. Yeah, hot yeah. ones. It's called. Hot, it's uh, on. It's on. Uh, it's Netflix. not trivia. Is it True TV? No, Netflix oh, or YouTube. Okay. He's, he's not thinking of hot ones, I don't think, because he said tri- trivia questions. Hot yeah, it was like ones. a hot game ones show. Is just, yeah, that's oh not, no, this, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, hot yeah. ones is just that's a di- questions it's, about that's, the it's like interview a video show. podcast. Yeah. that's yeah. an interview show. This is like a game show where like you have to answer the trivia questions after eating hot wings. Yeah, because people can't concentrate. Yeah, it's hard to. Dude, yeah. I I shit my pants when I eat too many hot wings. Like that would not be good. I mean, it's not like imagine being the host of hot ones. He does that like regularly. Yeah, that's fucked up. But he's one of those guys. My brother-in-law's like that, where you can just eat hot stuff and it doesn't affect them. Really? Yeah. There me, are people who are like that. I mean, it's within yeah. minutes when I eat it. That Alien. I'm like, oh lord. Yeah. Oh lord. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. I used to um, <laughs> like bridesmaids. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> when I worked for the Rough Riders, look away. <laughs> we do like a weekly show with, with the Rough Riders at Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, uh, the one over on the west side. Yeah. Whatever that one is over there. Um, West Side, West Side, B-dubs. and I was sort of like the because uh, I was a public address announcer at the time, so I was sort of and I was, but I was at KRNA and we had a contract. Remember we had the Saturday yeah. night games on yeah. KRNA, and uh, I was sort of like the more asking questions about like so where are you from and what are your interests, you know the human interest guy. And Brian Lavelle was a play by play guy, and he'd be more of the X's and O's guy. Yeah. Um, and then we'd eat afterwards, we'd get a free meal, and I would get the hot wings, and I'd be kind of sweating. And he couldn't, he couldn't <laughs> watch, he would be like, Tommy, Light. he had this great uh, northern, I, I, I'm going to do it no justice, but it was like a northern uh, Michigan sort of upper peninsula uh, kind of uh, accent. Mm-hmm. Tommy, how do you eat those things? You look like you're in pain. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man, I like it. <laughs> Sweating profusely. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> These are awesome. Yeah. Only two have I've eaten? <laughs> <laughs> Ten more to go. Yeah. That was, that was, I enjoyed that. I actually, I just, did I bring my ring with me? I thought I might have a wrong ring. I uh, worked for the Rough Riders and we actually, I was their public address guy the year we won the Clark Cup. I remember. And, um, Used to be up there in the, uh, yeah. Corner. And I made a deal because we were doing a, a bus trip to one of the finals games in Sioux City. It was best of five and we were playing Sioux City for the championship. Game four was in Sioux City. We did a bus trip. I asked my boss, I'm like, hey, if we win this, do I do I get a ring? Because I'm the public address announcer. Because the other we had two yeah. of us for yeah. a while. The other guy quit like early in the season, <clears throat> so I was like the public address announcer that season. He goes, "I'll tell you what, if you work enough games free the next year to cover it, we will get you a ring." Wow, huh? We lost Cheap the game in Sioux City. Yeah, one game five, one game five, win the championship, get the ring in the summer, change ownership. Get the call in the fall. And we're going in a new direction now. We're going to hire Shark to do it at half what we're, charged, we're paying you. 
So free ring. Sweet. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't like, cause I was living in Iowa city too. I had no exit strategy. So it kind of worked out. Cause I'm like, I don't want to drive to Cedar Rapids every day and do these hockey games. Even though I was getting paid pretty well for it. Right. I'm like, I don't want to drive like three or four, you know, two or three times a week up to Cedar Rapids. And blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I, w- I went out on top. All right. We won a championship. Go. I got a ring, which I think I did bring with me actually. Did you? Yeah. Cause I was going to wear it. I, I wanted to impress you guys. <laughs> it is in here. I don't know where it is. Well, that's not good. Oh, here it is. Yeah, here it is. Right there. Look at that. I had to have it resized after I lost weight. Look at that. That's a Rough Riders. It's from Jostens, too. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Well, that was the year that uh, Reinsdorf's son owned the team. And I think the White Sox had either just won the World Series or they were going to that year. So there was money. Wow. I don't think the rings are that nice anymore. This, by the way, this is great for a podcast. Yeah, because nobody can Look see it. Look at the ring. Look, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. Wear, I, I wear that. I only wear that like when I'm doing like. Out, Will going you take out. a picture of it and it's then I'll bling. put that on as uh, the art of this episode. So if people get yeah, an hour sure. and fourteen minutes in, then better uh, look at my see. face. Yeah, and mine too. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because I will wear this only like when I go out to like social functions. Yeah, it's my bling. Somebody. It yeah. really is my it's bling. It's my bling. I'll wear that probably when I do the Judge of the Chili Challenge here in a few weeks. There you go. I'm still I'm still a celebrity judge for the Chili Challenge. Celebrity judge with a rough. The ring. Blues and Bluff Blues and Buffett Chili Challenge. Hmm. I just found out who the celebrity guests are. It's me, James Larson, um, who else? Uh, Brainerd and uh, Cortland. Uh, Rebecca Kopelman, Kevin B.F. Burt. I love B.F. Oh, Kevin would be a great guest for your show. I know. I need to have him on. He'd be good. Uh, Elizabeth Von Presley, who I've never met. She's coming on here in two weeks from I've today. I've heard she's great. Two weeks from she's today. I've never, I don't think I've ever met her. She's but, uh, great. She's dude, great. I just met her the other day, and she is awesome. She pissed me off for a while, though. <laughs> she was Facebook friending all these media people, and I'd friend her and would never get a response. And I'd unfriend, you know, retract. And Wait a while, send again. again. Total stalkerish. Uh, yeah, pretty much. But she finally accepted, so we're okay now. We're good. Yeah, yeah. she. Uh, she. Uh, I wanted to see her on New, on New Year's Eve, but I had to work New Year's Day morning, like at five in the morning. Several years ago, she tried out for American Idol and got a golden ticket to Hollywood. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really good. She's very yeah. talented. Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, I'm glad she's my Facebook friend now. Yep. Yeah. After ignoring me for Two many months. Two weeks from today, seven thirty p.m. I think we'll probably do it down here again. Uh, I'll show up in like this guy and just hang out in the background. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that there'll be a lot of people showing up, actually. So. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my security. Yeah. I think this is this the pay it forward? Because I think I'm a guest because Brainerd and James said you should get me on. Now I'm telling you to get Kevin Burt on. Yes. Uh, I, <laughs> it's I've like already, pay it forward. I've already thought about Kevin Burt a couple different times because I listened to him on the uh, Cedar Rapids Music Scene podcast and uh, with Mike Schulte. And, uh, How many podcasts are there up here? A lot. Uh, there's a lot. Wow. A but this one's the best. Um, <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> uh, no, we're just having fun here. I'm Everybody's not. I'm not on no music time. scene podcast. I tell you that. Yeah. Well, this is the neither podcast. am I. Yeah. This is the podcast I'm doing. Yes, that's right. You got my seal of approval. The Lang seal of approval. The Lang seal of <laughs> approval. Yes. Hey Lang. Hey Lang. We yes. made it. Look, mom. We made it. Stickers that say that. Hey Lang. I had a guy do a logo for it. Yeah. You should get stickers made. I should. Why wouldn't you? We were supposed to have t-shirts made, but I don't know what happened to that. Well, you can get them made. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we can't get them made. It's a matter of paying for them. Yeah. Versus station trading out for it. Have the station trade out for it. Why wouldn't it? I don't know. It's I'm not a sales guy. I don't run that stuff. Yeah. You're the PD, though. You know, yeah. I'm staying in my lane. 
Yeah. <laughs> See what you did there. Oh, no. I do not want to get involved in sales stuff. Stay in my lane. That's one thing I did learn on radio is let the salespeople do their thing. Yeah. And I you know, do think right. for the most part I'm very – like I said before, I understand they're the ones who make the money. So when they're like, hey, I need you to do something for me, I usually pretty – if it's not horrible, and sometimes it's been horrible, um, <laughs> I'll do it. You know, Hey, we need you to uh, do this remote for free. No. no. <laughs> but hey, could you uh, mention this on your show? Yeah, I'll mention it on my show. Sure. Yeah. That was another thing, man. This is, it always comes back to my complaints about my previous job. <laughs> I feel like I, it's come, I'm coming across as like this bitter, angry man. Tommy's bitch session. But it was like after a while, Tommy's they're like, bitch. hey, um, we're not going to be able to pay you for these remotes, but we still need you to do the remotes. What? So you're not going to get the talent fee because they wouldn't because they wouldn't pay the talent fee. We couldn't have sold the spot, uh, this remote, with that. Uh, you know, they they like sell a remote, and like part of the negotiation was to drop the talent fee. So the salesperson doesn't lose any money, but I'm doing a two hour remote for free at your goddamn cellular place. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. Nope. It's another reason I wanted to get the hell out of there. Nope. <laughs> I, why would list. you do it? You're not getting paid for it. Exactly. Why would you do it? And then, then at one point it was, well, you don't get paid for the remote until the client pays, and the client would take like an, a year to pay. Like, oh. oh, here's some, here's that remote you did at this bar that closed a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> that, there was one like that. The bar closed and never paid. Finally. Oh, yeah. that residual income. It was called like Cabo or something. It was over. Cabo. Ah. It was over by like Cabo. Westdale. Yeah. Like they did a remote and then they closed and I now. never got paid for it. It's the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, it had like a volleyball pit or yeah. something. Yeah. Wow. I did a remote there and then they just never paid. It was like the first bar. Closed. And I'm like, Shh. I think Josh Brummer was owning Josh, it then. Josh yeah. was, yeah. That's when he was owning it. Yeah. Yep. I touched Sorry, the dirt. Josh, if you're listening. Should have paid Tommy. Yeah. I should have paid fucking Tommy. Just pay me. You I want my money. You fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Deadbeat. Wow. <laughs> no, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> fucker was enough. Okay. <laughs> you okay. fucker. Oh, a fucker is better than Deadbeat? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Outside of his business, he's a fucker. I don't know who this guy but, is. Uh, you fucker. I, I may have people in my house waiting for me when I get home now. <laughs> if this was like 2009, that would be very Yeah. I mean, it was only, true. you know, yeah. 15 years ago. Wow. <laughs> Cabo. I haven't thought about Cabo. that place in a long time. I enjoyed the place. It was a nice place. Yeah. Just didn't pay me. Didn't pay me. I, I, shocking because Westdale is usually such a thriving area. <laughs> <laughs> Since when? Oh, boy. That's it. <laughs> I keep in touch with what's going oh, on. Don't worry. They kept those corner stores to uh, make sure that the mall yeah. still survives. Pre-1988, that place was hot. I, I know my Cedar Rapids stuff. I lived here long enough. Yeah. You know? yeah. Is Wellington Heights still a thriving bohemian neighborhood? <laughs> yes. Was it ever? <laughs> thriving bohemian neighborhood. <laughs> Just like the JCPenney out at uh, Westdale. Oh, let's, uh, let's enter towards the uh, concrete basement. Yeah. <laughs> that was dug into the ground that's now a door. Wow. <laughs> Remember when they turned that old movie theater into like a live music club and called it Let's Dance? Oh, yeah. Uh, Which was hilarious because it was supposed to be like a ballroom and country dancing place, but then like Larson or one of his buddies would like do a show there. It's like, here's Stephen Piercy from Rat playing a yeah. place called Let's Dance. <laughs> It was an old theater, yeah. And God, then, some of those shows that those guys would do. It wasn't James. It was some other guy. 
I would like do these shows with like hair bands and it'd be like the lead singer got kicked out or had like a heroin problem, <laughs> went out on his own. And there was always, always an adventure when he went to those shows. Third Street Live was a great place though. Yeah. I really enjoyed going I to shows I can't imagine there. lugging gear up and up, up into there. Oh Isn't my God, that, that was brutal. Again? What? Isn't that opening again? Yeah. It's been a couple a, different things They'll have an elevator that. in it. But, uh, I uh, think I have a, I think I have a wedding there. Yeah, they have an elevator now. I'm Olympi- assuming they fixed Olympia it. Up. The, they never Olympic used to. Used something like that, is it called? I don't know. I think it's called the Olympia or Olympic or Olympian, something like that. It used to be like an old social hall, and they still had like the ovens and stuff in the back. Because I remember one guy for a while would just bring – he owned a pizza place here in town. I don't remember what it was. And he would just bring the ingredients and just start making pizzas in the back of the bar with this old equipment that was there. He cleaned it up and they just serve it. Huh. It was it was kind of nice actually. It was really it was good pizza. It was a neat venue because the whole like top balcony yeah. wrapped all the way around, and they had that green room the green behind room the was stage great. up in the back. Then they had another one in the way back with the pool table. Yes, but there was an actual green room behind the stage. Yes, which was where everybody did their drugs. I think. Yo, all the all smoking of the green. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that that happened there, and because uh, the green room was the name of yeah the one at the pool table, which I loved hanging out there. That was up in the, almost a third level. You kind of get out of the you know if you it was a band like. Okay, I've seen this band a million times. Let's go yeah. up and chat. Yeah, that's where we. Uh, that's where it was like me and Big D and James Larson and and others would like kind of gather and just hang yeah. out and have a few beers and just chill. Yeah, I really like that. I really enjoyed that. That was kind of our hangout. I'm excited to see what they've done with that. Place. And a beautiful yeah, view up there too, because it was way at the top of the building, so you yeah. could see like Cedar Rapids and, and the skyline and the stuff. river and everything. Yeah, and that was really nice. I mm-hmm. hope they fix that up. I hope so too. Supposedly you know, a lot are. of things happen there because the fire at uh, Chrome Horns. Yeah, I remember that. And all that. So, you know, hopefully they, they do it right. And everything that they've restored in downtown Cedar Rapids since the flood and, and since then, has, they've done a really good job. Well, you remember, though, when I lived up here, you know, again, about 99, 2004, after like 5 o'clock, downtown was dead. Yeah. Yeah. There was like bricks. There was the tycoon. And yeah. That was it. Yeah. Um, and then they started putting like places like this, like nice restaurants and bars, yeah. and it really became like a destination. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel bad that I didn't live up here for all of this, because well, I used to live above the ground transportation yeah. center yeah, over I remember here. That. Yep. Those apartments oh, wow. yeah. Um, yeah. that yeah. are above the bus station. Yeah. yeah. Right across from Muddy Waters. Right across from the old Muddy Waters. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I just walked downtown, and but there was nothing downtown. You know, yeah. now, <laughs> now there is. Yeah, and and I think the flood had a lot to do with it. Um, you know, it was devastating at first, you know, but 12 years later, uh, we're looking at it as it really opened up a lot of spots that I think were stagnant and obsolete. Yeah, and and they got the opportunity and the money and the funding from, you know, whoever to to take that next step and take Improve those leaps. It. Yeah, yeah. So what they're what they're doing of the Guarantee Bank building down here now is they're building a hotel. Oh, cool. They're changing. Turning that into a hotel and building onto it. So it's, that's yeah. There's yeah. not really. There's only the one hotel really downtown. The Marriott. Isn't there? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, not the Marriott. The uh, Hilton. Hilton. Yeah, the Hilton. Double and so I think this is going to be a Marriott. Okay. Or uh, our Holiday Inn. One of the two. It's like Iowa City. Just hotels going up everywhere downtown. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, I think you know we got some really good live music. Uh, not live music, but like live theater. You know, the Paramount, and then we got Theater Cedar Rapids. Yeah. Um, Penguins Comedy Club's down here. We got a lot of great. Is Penguins back downtown again? Yeah. It's yeah. it's down in the old uh, where the piano lounge was. Oh, you know what? I was there for New Year's Eve a couple years ago. Yeah. I saw a Hypnotist. Yeah. Yeah. We just had Jeff Johnson on. I don't know, ten episodes ago. Yeah. And uh, Jeff and his dad were always great oh, to have man, in. Great people, weren't they? Jeff, awesome. though was banned from uh, the uh, Cumulus facilities for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, every Friday. 
Time for another cumulus story, kids. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> we got a memo. Um, and Russ Hamilton was the program or was the general manager at the time. Big D got along with him great. I did not care for the guy. And I found out later he had uh, an alcohol problem, which you know, I can relate to. Um, but he'd be like, we get these emails. Like a reminder that the, there was like a corporate restroom. Because when we originally, when they, they were originally up there, it was owned by a company called Capstar. Sure. Which was like part of a big, uh, different national company. But their he- regional headquarters was there. So like a quarter of the fourth floor of the APAC building, well, I don't know what it's called now, but it was the APAC building, um, was the corporate headquarters. Really nice boardroom. Mary Quas had a nice office, corporate offices. And then the rest of it was, you know, um, like the sales offices, which were more like cubicles and stuff, yep. and then the studios. Well, then they sold the Cumulus, and Cumulus didn't have a corporate office here. So like a quarter of the building was empty. And there was like a really nice restroom just right off of that that boardroom. Um, but then there was like the main kind of public bathrooms by the uh, uh, by the uh, elevators. Yeah. They were the ones we had to use. And we get these these emails. You know, a reminder, the corporate restroom is not for general public and not for employee use, even though it's like right there, you know, right down the hall from the studios. Uh, it's like, okay, that's fine. And we get this email and it would get – Every week, it get a little more aggressive. Every Friday, a reminder: this is not for public use. So, who's in there, Dukian? Exactly. Eventually, becomes someone is using this restroom and it is not being flushed. And we, you know, and if we will have security camera footage, uh, we have you on camera. What? Like, yeah, they have security cameras. We are installing security cameras, and we will catch whoever is doing this, and they will be knowing. <laughs> so, let me get this straight: if you're shitting in the toilet, you're on a line. Every Friday, somebody would shit in the toilet and not flush it. And it became known amongst me and Big D and, and Brainerd and the Bear as the Mad Shitter. <laughs> the Mad Shitter? <laughs> well, one day, and I think it was Brainerd, sees Jeff Johnson coming out of that bathroom on a Friday morning. And we're like, the Mad Shitter is one of our clients. What do we do? <laughs> we can't, you know, because they're spending money with us. If so. only we knew this when we had him on the I podcast. I, I don't even know if he knows this. But I don't know. I can't imagine he did it intentionally. Maybe he did. Maybe he thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> it, it is pretty funny. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but because we get these like aggressive emails, like you will be punished. We do not know which staff members behind this. And it turns out it's Jeff. He's just taking a shit and leaving it. And <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, and we're getting corporate memos on it. <laughs> Yes. I should I wish I would have saved some of those. It's so good. Oh my god. But he was the mad shitter. Jeff Johnson's yeah, the mad shitter. He'd bring the comedians in every Friday morning and, and that's the best part is when you're doing morning radio. The comedians don't want to be there at seven in the morning. Yeah. They're night guys. They're hungover as fuck. Some of them were some of them were way better than others. Some of them were like into it. They wanted to be there. The worst were the ones who tried to do their act on the show. Don't do that. Just be conversational, man. Yeah. Just talk to us. We had Doug Stanhope on. He didn't even leave his hotel. We had to call him. He's like, I've got to be honest. I don't even want to be on the air with you guys. <laughs> and at least he's honest. He's like, I'm in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I, well, loved, I love this Doug interview. Stanhope, too. I oh, mean, yeah. No, he's great. And it was kind of perfect for his character. <clears throat> to be this guy like an a-hole, like, I don't want to be here. At least he admitted it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, we get guys. And we had some great guys. Uh, Judah Freelander was a lot of fun to hang out with. He did a show on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And it was like a big blizzard. So there weren't a lot of people there. So we're just like walking around downtown looking for stuff to do with uh, uh with him. That was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, and then he was on 30 Rock later. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, you you had some good shows down there. Yeah, working with uh, you know. Jeff Johnson actually gave me my start in the city for uh, yeah. you know DJ Brian Lee and everything you know and so he didn't even realize that until he was on my show and I was like dude you don't have no idea how big of an influence you were to the success of what I've had here in, in this market so you know that's you know that guy is such a great guy and him and I get along so well but now I know him as the Mad Shitter now yeah. you will know him as yeah. the Mad Shitter the Mad Shitter yeah. it's good yeah he always treated us well we always had a good time dude there. such a great guy yeah. Such a great guy. You, like, you are, they, too, though, man. What's you that? Know? You are, too. Well, thank you. Yes. You're all right. I'm so happy Maybe that you and Jeff can talk about how great I am on his show. Yes. <laughs> pay, pay it forward. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, we, you know, we'll, we'll have it up here again. <laughs> Tommy, thank you so much for fucking making time out of your day to come Thanks all the way up here me. to do it. I know that the that long drive from morning. Iowa City. Yeah, I know. I'm just glad. It was, I was worried it was going to be really bad weather because this morning we had that big ice storm. and I slept through it. I had a day off. I got up at I 10, wish I could have. 10 a.m. I got today. called in. I, uh, but I did it because I'm a company man. I got up at 5.20 <laughs> and took a pee. Then I went back to sleep. But I thank you for coming down and uh, hanging out with us, man. Thank you. Thank you to Need Pizza. Need Pizza. I love this place. Building. Yes. Like they, I said before, did I say it on the air how great this place is? Yes. And, okay. and we'll say it again. Because they, uh, they, yeah, and we're getting some at, at work on Friday. Yes. We're getting more Need Pizza on Friday. Need Pizza is the best. And it's, I'll plug them on the Hey Lang show. Yes. Need Pizza. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to love that. Listen to uh, Tommy Lang on Hey Lang. Yep. When? Where? Uh, it is Tuesday through Friday. It's a weird schedule because we somebody left and we didn't replace them. And I kind of like the schedule I've got. Here's my schedule. I, the show itself is Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then I do Saturday and Sunday morning news. So my day off is Monday. That's it. It's kind of a weird schedule, but I like it. Because um, I, 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 it keeps me fresh. Yeah. Sixteen thirty KCJJ. Uh, we're also on uh, all TuneIn and all those apps and stuff. You can stream us wherever. Uh, but over the air at sixteen thirty AM, uh, and occasionally uh, during our live shows, we're on YouTube. You can watch me in the studio, uh, sit behind a board, and, and talking to a microphone. Talking to a microphone. <laughs> I know. But we have a chat room, and that's the best part. Um, it's not what it. We, we were on UStream. Yeah. We had a very active chat room, and. All radio stations should have a live chat room sure, during their why show. Wouldn't you? Yeah. There was so much content we could get out of that. Yeah. Reading people's comments because a lot of it was very funny and very snarky. Awesome. And some of those people are very mean. Yeah. <laughs> very mean. In a good way. I mean, it's. <laughs> so we started doing video for our podcast too. And so I always joked, I'm like, now you can watch us talking into microphones. Yeah. Instead of just listening to us, you know, and it's weird. Yeah. People, people watch it. One of the things I love about our show, I just want to get this in before the end because you maybe think about it, is you do radio and a lot, especially AM station, you know, like WMT. Yeah. You know, I'm looking for a good recipe for such and such. Hopefully one of your listeners can help me. Another listener calls in. Oh, I can help you with that. Or I'm looking to buy this. Where's a good place to get this? And somebody else calls in and helps them. Oh, you know, I've always had a good experience here. Our listeners call in and insult each other. And it's the best radio. <laughs> yes. It really is. Somebody will call in with something, and somebody will call and make fun of them. And then this guy will call and make fun of that guy and do an impersonation <laughs> of that guy. And they just call in and insult each other. And it's great. And you just let it happen. Oh, it's great radio. Yes. It's great. They're mean. <laughs> they are mean to each other. Just, I love it. You know, we're like the only stage where people call in and are mean to each other. And we just kind of go, yeah, it's okay. It's fun. That's amazing, man. It's great. Uh, before you get out of here, man, how much more time do you think you have in radio before you call it quits? you got 30 years in at this point. That's a good question because I don't know what I would do afterwards. I don't know what I'm going to do afterwards. I mean, Steve at some point is probably going to sell the station. I don't know when. That's his plan to retire. Um, Buy it. I know that – yeah, I got that money. Um, <laughs> and he, and he's, he's made it clear that he wants to sell it to somebody who's going to take care of it. Right. He, he's not going to sell it to iHeart. 
Right. And then just like, hey, you know, here's another transmitter that we can run from the remote site. You know, he wants to keep yeah. it in the community and keep it locally owned or <clears throat> at least somebody who knows what they're doing. Right. And then I'd like to – I mean, let's stay on. I could be Bob Brooks. Just do it until I'm gone. I know. And that's Because I don't know what I else I do. buy it. I don't know what else I would do. Find a way to buy it. I'll help you. I do. First of all, if I yeah. did ever like leave radio or got fired or something, I mean I could probably find a job in the real sector, you know, like a real job. But then I, that's probably when I'd start the podcast. Yeah. I'd want to keep relevant, mm. you know. That's exactly why I started. I miss being on the radio, man. Yeah. That's, that's really why I would do, do it. You know. I mean, if somebody would pay me sixty thousand a year to uh, be on radio in in uh, this market, tell me where that is. Yeah, I, w- I would be <laughs> on it, man. <laughs> so I'll do it for free from my podcast. Yeah, from Need Pizza. That is when I would do the podcast, yeah. though. Is seriously, you know? yeah. So if sense. I'm if I'm getting paid shit, I might as well do how I want to yeah. and say whatever I want. Have the guest, and if you it want. blows up, then it blows up. Fuck it. You yep. know, if not, I had a good time doing it. And and pizza. And pizza. And, uh, and pizza. Need pizza. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm glad I made Tommy, it up here. I was, thank you. Like I said, I was nervous, but this was great. We could do more episodes if you Absolutely. really wanted to. And we'll have you back, man. I haven't told half the stories I could tell. I know it. I know it. I just <laughs> oh, wanted, Some of those stories probably shouldn't be told. I just wanted the people to get to know you <laughs> if they've never heard you before because you're such a, a unique individual. We've been friends for a long, long time. Yeah. And uh, I love to hear your stories and get your messages out. And that's the whole point of this. Well, thanks for having me, and, and I, I love talking to you. That was this is a yeah. fun little conversation. It was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> it was yeah, we'll have you back soon. Yeah. On behalf of DJ Verbatim, do you got anything, man? I got nothing, man. You got nothing? Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for listening to the GXP podcast. We're recording here at Need Pizza, downtown Second Avenue in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Make sure to check out Need Pizza. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brian Lee. Later. <laughs>